Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know about it. We got another one. Yes, straight sir. out of high school. You know what I'm saying, Q? Yes, I don't sir. know if you know about that, but straight out of high school. Yes, sir. We got another one. Man, we appreciate you, bro. No doubt. No Just doubt. wanted to let the, you know what's up. This, 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 this <laughs> might be the biggest one to start as far as trendsetting in this straight out of high school shit, though. No, now. this is don't, the don't biggest one. Go ahead and say yeah, that now. Yeah. This, is, this is the biggest, man. Man, thank y'all for having me, man. Straight up. I'm for, huge fans of y'all. Straight yeah. up. If y'all showing everything. Man, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. First question we asked everybody. Yeah. When you, you first got to the league, who was the first person to bust your ass? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the first person to welcome me to the league, as I call it, uh, to bust my ass was Big Dog. Ooh, Glenn Ruff, that high yeah. art. Yeah, that yeah. high, high art. He's he straight off coming off getting 89. I don't know if y'all remember Big Dog asked for 100. Yeah, yeah. Before he yeah, came tell him, him, and I'm yeah. worth it. And I'm worth it. And all the old heads got crazy. <laughs> Scotty, Mike, everybody. Made everybody go into uproar. They ain't so, getting rookie here for that. They penalized Right, that's he what I'm saying. It. But he was killing. He was, a lot of people didn't know that Big Dog played four and five in high school, but had really two and three skills. Like, he should have been a, he should have been a three, but he, he slashed. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Super G. Super G. You know what I'm saying? So, I didn't have any problems with no lid or none of that conversation when it came to trash talking and all that, so I was used to whatever. I had just seen him in IT that summer, so I watched him. You know, we get to the league and- Chicago uh, Pro-Am. Yeah, which, yeah, my bad. Chicago Pro-Am called INT. It's like the it of the it. If you got some game, you bring your ass in there and you either gonna get booed or they gonna cheer for you. And ain't yeah. no middle ground. And there's straight killers in there. At all. Everybody with their guys, everybody in here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you gotta go down there. If you in the city and you live down here, if you in the city, you gotta come down here. So I had just seen him, you know. We get into uh, you know, you know, preseason. We gotta meet in one of these little towns like I think it was either Iowa or something like Billings, yeah, Montana or something. You know, town. Yeah. You don't Midwest. Team to give him some plug. And he was like, yeah, welcome young fella. Man, man, he was just talking that shit. And <laughs> you know, I had never chased screens. So right. he played the three. So I'm coming off screens, getting hit, and he ain't putting it down. Boom, he going up. Two dribble pull-ups, one dribble, like all that shit we ain't used to, right? And uh, after it was over, I had like, like a little 10, and to me, that was a big deal, right. you know? So I was, you know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this gonna be every night. This gonna be every time you see me. <laughs> what are you talking like that? This is how dog, and dog ain't no, you know, but he was on some like, yeah, yeah, young fella like this every time I see you. And I said, I'm with it. I'm cool, all right, cool. You, you got this one. <laughs> Speed up, we get to like maybe two months in it. You know, I got like 20 some games under me now. Yeah, yeah I, I was knowing how to get through that. I was getting my hand. And then slowly but surely, you can see me kind of, like not walk him down, but you would see like I start to understand his game mm -hmm. versus not knowing anything. But yeah, shout the big dog, man, because you know, he without that one. man, he, he he pushed me to be better. Yo, 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 we live on location. We out here in La La Land, y'all. We had to come out here yes, to Hollywood to get none other than the big ticket, dog. We you got one it. of the biggest, baddest, the one of the trendsetters coming out champion. of high school. Hall of Olympian, Famer. champion, Hall of Famer. Jerseys up in arenas, multiple, you know what I'm saying? Like, look. We had to come out here. The man pulled up on us. KG, big ticket, 21-5, yes, yes, however yes, you want to label yes, it. Sir. We in the building. Yes, on sir. set. On set. Yes, sir. That's that one. South Carolina. Tell us about South Carolina, coming up in South Carolina. South Cat, man, like, 
South Cack at the time, man. First off, I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville. And uh, probably about like 11, 12, I moved from the hood to like the suburbs, which is called Malden. One of the suburbs of Greenville, South Carolina is called Malden, M-A-U-L-D-I-N. And it's like a little country town, hick nothing, nothing's there. A couple high schools. It's really like a bunch of farmland, flat and everything. So moving from like a cracking ass neighborhood like that was in Greenville, we called it uh, two five, it's the district. And it's crazy football. You playing football, you slap boxing. <laughs> right. You know, uh, up here, Monte Circle, jump out boys. They, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this oh, going. Yeah. So you, 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 you in that. In area. Right. So I go here to where they wearing polos and, you know, they mom and dad's got good jobs, BMWs, niggas washing their cars. Lock, you got, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? You, you, you get to cut the grass, shit like this. It's a different way. My mom went from working in the factory to doing hair. And it gave us a little better living to where we came down here. So I thought. We came down here and lived in a, a little suburb called Malden, and that's where I first learned to play basketball. Because the guys down here, they didn't play football, yeah. they played basketball. But they was pretty boys. They wore hair figures and polo. That's the first time I seen Air right, Max right. and shit. And I was like, damn, yeah. y'all, y'all just like white kids down here. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, slowly but surely, I was getting my ass beat when I first came to the neighborhood in basketball. And then the niggas stopped picking me because I was so bad. Was you already tall at this nah, point? No, I was everybody same size. Okay. Like, you know, everybody looking at everybody about sixth grade, you know what I'm saying? Who, who put it in you though? Like who? I ain't who? go front, man. I had this old school nigga named West, man. South the West, man. He used to always come out in the morning, smoke a cigarette. Yeah. And then, you know, I had to walk to the bus stop. So on the way to the bus stop, man, one of the things I had problems with sometime in the, when I first started playing is that when the ball came up, I wasn't strong enough to hold it. And I, you know, you're trying to dribble it. Yeah. I couldn't dribble. So the first sticks thing I wanted and to bone, do, and you stick I just, I, I, man, and this big white kid lived across the street. He had the nice goal. So we used to always play on his goal. But I couldn't dribble. So the first thing I wanted to do, I wanted to have some handles. So every morning, 5 o'clock, I'd get up and I would just, I had this, we lived in this long ass street called Basswood. I would dribble from the top of that motherfucker to the bottom, y'all. And I would wake up everybody. It's five o'clock in the morning. No motherfuckers gotta get up. Deuce, come deuce, home first. Goddamn, go home. Get, quit dribbling that goddamn ball. I'm getting all that. I'm like, fuck all that. So I'm come over here. I'll pick it up, past their house, and then, you know, go back at it. But this right here, uh, messing up, became. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. And then Westby out there, pick your head up. And Derek Coleman's one of his favorite players. You know how the old school nigga. Yeah. Pick your head up. Coleman gonna see the flow. You can't see the flow with your head down. Pick your head up. He would always say some shit like that every morning. That's sick. So that shit, I, man, listen, about two weeks, I had that bitch on the string. As soon as we went over to Billy House to play, I pull it out. And he was like, oh shit, he can dribble. And that's what drove me. That's what drove me. Seeing other people, other kids in the neighborhood being able to shoot and do other things. And then slowly but surely, I started getting better. But at the same time, I'm growing. Yeah. Yeah. I go home one day, I lay in the bed, you know, my feet, like right here. I get out the bed, go do somewhere. Two days later, I come back, my feet right here. <laughs> come back here. Man, my legs right here. I look, and it looked like, like the world was shrinking. <laughs> like, man, my bed getting small, what the fuck? I look up, and I hit my head, and I was like, looked in the mirror, and I couldn't see my neck. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm looking. Low. Yeah, my mom's like, yeah, you growing, boy. You, goddamn, I got to get some new school clothes for you. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. But South Carolina was a great place to grow up. It was safe. We didn't have public transportation, so it wasn't like buses and cabs. So the reason why a lot of country boys are in better shape than city boys, I like to say this, because we walk everywhere. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to get from here to there. You either catch a ride or you had to walk over there. So you in super shape to be running, jumping. And then the parks was just live, you know. I don't know what y'all park was like, but Lit. it was the only thing in there that was cracking. So, you know, at our little park called Springfield, we used to go up there and that's where I got better. 
playing older players, college players coming down there, other cats from other subdivisions coming down there playing, and that's where we used to get it on. So, yeah, Springfield, I like to say it raised me. Yeah, what grade was it when it clicked like, yeah, this is it for me. I, Eighth grade. I, love, I love this. Eighth grade. Shout out to my dog, uh, Bud. He, he back in mini doing his thing and shit. He used to always, that's when Sports Center had just came out, and we used to always record Sports Center. Watch the Michael Jordan. That's how you video. know it's old school. Y'all don't know Look, nothing about that. Nothing these about young that. Boys. We Let's, record things. We record Sports Center. Go to school. Come home and then watch Sports Center. Watch the highlights of Sports Center. Go outside and try and mimic. Try. Try. Yeah. Straight up. In my hood, we used to call. Hey, I'm I'm Jordan today. Right. I'm Dominique today. I'm like right. we calling out players. Right. I'm right. him today. You him yesterday. Bobby Barkley tripping. today. Then yeah. you know what I'm saying. We did that with wrestling too. I don't know if y'all wrestle. I don't know if y'all wrestle, but I grew up a huge wrestling fan. Dusty Rose. Rick Flair, all this shit. So all up. this is going on. Right, right, right. Hood shit. <laughs> on the real. Wrestling and hood. You know what it is. Straight up. Uh-uh. Took the belt. Y'all should make the belts out of the, carpet the and shit. The cardboard joints. Right. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. You hear me, you hear me yeah. now? You hear me now? <laughs> but eighth grade, man. Eighth grade, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm playing. And it was more off of trying to be better than what was around me at yeah. first. You know you what I'm saying? You were seeing people that were yep. better than you. Well, I was seeing people that I actually looked up to who could play. Like, you know. Who, who's, who's that one dude that don't nobody know who he was? He ain't go there, but that was just your guy. And that was the guy you was trying to be better than. And all everybody in the hood know he was good. And he might not have played in high school right. and all this stuff. He just might be been a hood star. Who was it? Reggie Goldsmith. Every Reggie hood. Shout out to my dog, Gold, man. Gold was like. Gold, oh, okay, I'm gonna paint gold. Gold was like the older cat of everybody. Yeah. Uh, when you think of gold, he was like Mitch on uh, Paid in Full. Right. Yeah. What you mean I'm broke, baby? He always had like the cool ass. <laughs> he had the cool ass, you know what I'm saying? I kept all the girls. He drove the gold Z, yeah. had the T top side of it, and had the music, you know what I'm saying? And this one, it was popping, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So everybody, oh man, gold pop up, everybody running to him, he get out. And gold was the only head at our park who would talk trash to the all the other niggas that came down to our part. No, nah, no, nah, fuck out of here. No, nah, don't talk to him like that. And he was nice with his hands. <laughs> so he had a lot of respect with that in the street. So, you know, he wasn't violent or none of that, but he stood up for it. So he was like our OG. So when Greenville or Simpsonville or some of the other little, you know, rivals would come down and play, they come down there with like 10 deep, mm -hmm. three cars, you know what I'm saying? Pop out, had a team, went split up. I don't know how y'all got them do it, but when Nick catch Ross, which means he's next, he already got his team. Yeah. You know, sometimes you pick from the losers. Nah. Nah. So all that started happening. So Go was the one that used to always, you know, stand up for us and give us that. And I would always watch how he just finessed everybody, how he was cool with these, kept it street with these niggas, kept it cool with these girls, and just kept it all cool. You know all what I'm together. saying? Man, all in all, busting everybody ass. Had game, had, had handle. Game. He had one of the he best games. Game. Man, had and the three it. corner, and he talked that shit. <laughs> you got shoes on, don't you bring your ass out here? Yeah, ooh, you know, in the park, yeah. go, ooh, yeah. that's go. Yeah. So every day, Gold and Barry Franks was like my ceiling them guys. Two. Those them was, two. Yeah, because yeah, Barry Franks was this big ass, and we called him Bat because he looked like a bat, and he was a bully hitting you in the head. He loved Charles Barkley. He loved, he yeah. loved Coleman. He I was always just, got them type of guys. He was just man. aggressive, throw you in the gate, bow you, talk shit to he you and shit. Get you tough. He, he the one that was pushing tough. me, but Bat was, you know, your your stereotypical big man too. You know, he was methodical, back to the basket. When I started playing with it, and you know, Kenny Anderson was another favorite of mine. So I used to watch all Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Anderson right down in Georgia Tech. So I used to watch all that. And I just, you know, I just I just had a handle. And I noticed that big niggas couldn't handle that handle like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, I could say my range at the time was probably like 10 to 12 feet. So if I got in the post and I, and, and I didn't want to, you know, 
you know, back to the basket, I would face or give you something, and I could always go off backboard because I had a little touch. And I just started seeing that being a difference in bigs. And I was like, man. Did you always shoot at that high from way back early? Well, I jumped. I used to have a little jumping ability, and then I used to shoot it on the way down. But if you watch me in high school, I always cocked it back right. like that just because I ain't had the strength to get two country niggas long. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, you know, it took me a minute. I didn't start fading until I got to the goal, man. And, and I had Eskridge there who would always tell me to extend and shit like that. But in the early days, you know, them country niggas jump high and they long too. So, hmm. you know, you had to be creative back there. But them were some of the best days, man, learning the game, growing up in the game. You know, having fears in the game, having doubts in the game, and then working on that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You came up in the kind of circuit that we came up in, how it used to be back in the day when you used to go to them camps. Hell and when yeah. you go to them camps, you see them dogs from every state Hell all yeah. around. Like, who's some of them dogs and some of them guys you were seeing? Like, yeah, I got to bring my every time I see them because he, he won. Man, I don't know if y'all remember these guys, but guys like Albert White. Albert White oh, was from what? Michigan. Listen. Y'all know Albert White? <laughs> Albert, yeah. he from, he, I'm gonna tell you a story. Let me look. Let me tell you Small how they. World, hey? Let me tell you how they cheated, right? So the first time I was seeing you, Who cheated. Just listen. Okay. First time I was seeing him, right? This is like, I want to say this summer, like maybe 93, 92 mm. maybe, mm. 93, we at UIC. Mm. I'm like, I'm a young boy. I'm like eighth grade, you know, I'm playing with AU or Butler, but I'm a, you know, this is like one of the tournaments where they got all of the different age groups there. I want to say it was Wolf, but it may not have been, but it might have mm. been Wolf. I can't remember if it was somebody. He talking crap. We sitting over here at the older people games, right? You know, they got Mikey Robinson. Remember, he was like, I go for the Warriors. Mikey Robinson went McDonald's All-American okay. all from Peoria. Yep. So I'm sitting over there. We all meet, see the LD games. We watching the older guys. It's standing third. Buddy keep talking. He like, that's all right. Wait, wait till that 757. He talking about the plane. He talking about this when they come in. It's him, Albert White. Track the trailer. <laughs> they coming with like Michigan five team. all Americans, bro. Team. We're in Ohio. We're in Ohio. They coming in, in the Ohio. Play. Yep. I, I said, exactly man, what the, I'm like, so then when they finally show up, it's like they got half the McDonald's team and everybody, like the whole thing. Like this when I'm first, like really finding out about rankings and who to talk. I'm like, yo, they coming with all of this shit. Like, and then when you see the game, bro, <laughs> that's why I said y'all was cheating. <laughs> y'all was fucking cheating. I'm a white six eight wingman, goddamn. Booming that bitch. <laughs> Strong as hell. He like Q. Probably about look. Bigger than me. Probably about to say, he, but he like, he like wider. He yeah. like a square. Play the wing. He went to the, he went <laughs> the Missouri, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I lost him, man. Him and Derek Hood, man. They I played had, the, bro, they, they had Derek, like, You remember D Hood? Yeah, man, D Hood. Tractor trailer too, though. Yeah, tractor. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when I first got into camps, it was a bunch of niggas that probably you wouldn't even know that was even ranked that was just just all out, just like playing like Ruben Patterson. And yeah. Like that, just mm -hmm. all yeah. out, right? Yeah. I played up against a bunch of post guys like that. Simeon Sammy, these two seven foot twins down in Myrtle Beach that was beating everybody shot up and whatever, whatever. And I came up in that and just, I was always trying to be different from the post. Cause yeah. I, you know, everybody tell you know this, man, you gotta put some weight on you big fella. You ain't big enough to be there in that big fella. I hated fella. that. That's what made me go so hard. Cause I hated I that. Like, I don't really, I mean, man, I don't really need no playing. weight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a train, like, I ain't strong. Like, nah, you ain't strong enough to be there in that. I, mean, I used to feel like I'm the toughest out of everybody. Man, I used, talk about I ain't the toughest. That like, used to drive oh, me, man. Yeah, yeah straight You know up. what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, those guys. I. But at the same time, when you play guys like that, two things gonna happen. 
those guys are gonna either run you the fuck out the gym or they're gonna make you better. If you yeah. competitive, it's gonna it's gonna really drive you crazy. If you, you ain't going, that's what I'm if you I'm ain't going, going, you can't get on. back on this court. No, yeah, no, it's no. On. Ain't no, ain't no going. I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta scratch every time. It, yeah. it is what it is. But playing in tournaments like that and playing in camps like that made me stronger to when I went to go at the ABCD and then went to Nike and some of these more polished camps, mm -hmm. it was a little more simple. The talent was a lot better, yeah. but man, from that rough and tough and that, that grit shit, no, no, you gotta get those from those little small camps. Yeah. When did you decide that like, this was a possibility for you to leave Malden to go to Chicago and, and play? Like, when did you first see or meet like Ronnie and all of that? When was that even a possibility for you? 10th grade, I went to Indianapolis for uh, Nike. the Nike camp, yeah. yeah. And uh, that was my first time meeting Fields and they put us on the same team. And uh, we had practice, uh, like, the, you know, you get the Nike and then you gotta put your stuff up, then we got a meeting and all that shit, and then they introduce you to your coach. And my coaches were Wolf, uh, William Nelson, and Ron Eskridge, which is Farragut's coach. Mm -hmm. But uh, the guy that's running the whole Nike is from Chicago, so they stacked the team. So I had Antoine Jameson, it was Antoine Jameson, myself, Ronnie Fields, and I don't even remember who else. What? But at the camp, it was like Curtis Staples, Tyreek mm -hmm. uh, Evans, uh, uh, Allen Iverson, yeah. uh, fucking Zendon Hamilton. They Z Dot. Y'all remember them? Um, Shout out to Z Dot. Uh, That's our guy. You know, he played with us on the club. Yeah, Zendon was a bad motherfucking <laughs> high school boy. Z Dot. Mark Blunt, um, all these tall ass, yeah. shot blocking ass niggas. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going blank, but all these niggas was at the camp. Rafe LaFrance, all, all these cats. Andre Pat. Madison from Dallas, um, mm -hmm. just Roger yeah. Gerald Ward, uh, Toby Bailey, uh, totally. fucking uh, Ricky Henderson, like like all these cats who's at there, right? So I get in there and we get, you know, we had to practice. And I think the first drill, somebody missed it and Fields caught a tip, <laughs> And it fucked everybody up. <laughs> I I have, ne I have never I had never seen tape. I had never seen somebody <laughs> do that. And I was like, oh shit. And then, uh, you know, you got a room with somebody or whatever, and we was roommates. And uh, after that, man, uh, we were just there seven days, just, you know, whatever, whatever. And then AI got in, actually, AI got in trouble and had to leave early. And that's when the stuff happened with him in Virginia. And then it made, it was so crazy and ironic that we all leaving on this early bus in the morning and me and AI in the back just chopping. He was talking about what he's about to go back to and what he was wanting to do and all this. And then all of a sudden, when he been back, it all unfolded. So I, you know, I kind of had first dibs at what was mm -hmm. what he was about to go through, and it was so crazy that the very next year I get into some trouble in school. I got into a hall fight, and some kid got fucked up, and then they took us a bunch, kicked us out of school, went to jail, all that shit. And then my mom was like, "If you gonna have a chance in any basketball, you gotta get the fuck off down here." Recruiting had just started; it was getting weird, trying to give you bread, right. just showing up. Right. Motherfuckers parked outside. Was, it was that crazy? Camp, was that camp where you solidified yourself as like, yeah, I'm the one? That's what put me on the map. Bob Gibbons after that was yeah. like, yeah, best big man, woo woo. Ron yeah. Mercer, I didn't even know Ron Mercer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I seen Ron Mercer. Ron Mercer had some problems with me or some from what was in the publication and shit. Yeah. That's when I started reading. Like, I don't know if y'all saw. Nah, that's how we grew up. We had Smith Street, Smith Smith might have some motherfuckers really wore. Yeah. Like real shit, I don't know if y'all, but I took that shit low. Oh, no, we like, all took that low, like everybody, it was what? little people, like any, any one of these little, if somebody gave you one of these, this shit was the only thing you I was like, looking for him. Every time I was, was like, man, who is Sharif Abdul-Rahim? Who yeah. is this? Who is Robert Traylor and Tim Thomason? I was just looking at all these names that was in front of me and I was like, damn. And then all of a sudden, Scholastic Sports came out and started showing like little bits and pieces mm -hmm. of guys where they was. So I would see a nigga on film 
Like, oh shit, damn, Tim Thomas damn near look like he be like a little brother or something. Go get Damn, well, right. A super go get out of Patterson. You know what I'm saying? And Andre Patterson down in Dallas. I was like, damn. So it gave me kind of a window to see what the competition was. But then yeah. I wanted to see what I looked like you against You wanted to test that. up against them. Absolutely, I wanted to see it. Whether it was a guard or not, I you didn't wanted care. to test up against play against I them. I didn't care, but me and Ronnie became not good friends, but really best friends after that camp, and that's what put me on the map. Yeah. That camp, that Nike camp in Indianapolis. You know, Chicago is different. Yeah, very different. That, that Red West, like you always yell out, yeah, that's yeah. that's different. Yeah. That's not no, uh, that's, yeah, not, a, yeah, that's yeah. not the regular conference that yeah, you see in yeah, high school. Yeah, talk I about like, that Red the, West. Going from where you played at and how the atmosphere was mm -hmm. to like you see how this atmosphere was down here. How was that for you, that adjustment? Well, South Carolina, because now when you start to get good, now everybody at the park, now everybody at your games. And then, by the way, my mom didn't even know I was playing ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. I slept in, you know what I'm saying? I did this for like two, three years, had, had kept it from her. And then, yeah, it all hit the fan. But coming to Chicago, uh, well, let me just back up a little bit. In South Cat, you don't get a name unless you do this. Yeah. You got you to play everywhere. Yeah. You got to play at, at the YMCA on Saturdays. You got to leave there, go over here and play. You got to go over to North North Greenville, over here, Travis Rest, they playing. Oh, yeah. So I was known for that, man. You got to mark nigga, your territory everywhere. Man, I'm over here on the bike everywhere. everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, 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 everywhere. Was, I'm everywhere, though. So I'm getting respect from that. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a nigga from Malden. He, he woo woo. So that changes to, nah, that's big fella. Big fella, he'll slap your shit. He'll dunk on your ass. Mm -hmm. You know, start getting that, right? I get in trouble, I go to the go, and the first thing we land is you gotta, first off I'm getting, I gotta get a download of Chicago one-on-one -on -one or how to survive. And that's when it hit me, like boy, you're, you're being a stoke, and a nigga come in here and he'll clean you just cause you in the way. You gotta know A, B, and C, you gotta know if his hat left or right, if his pants leg like this, you gotta know over here is this, over here is that. This means this, this means woo woo, look, Don't this walk what you down that street. On this block you woo woo woo, and you gotta know it. Like on time, I'm like, damn, what the fuck? I just got here. My bag ain't even on the ground yet. I just got, I just got Head here. On a swivel. Man, nah, this what it is, cause here you can die. And I was like, damn. And that's how Wolf said it. It wasn't no in between or nothing. And that was on the ride. You know what I'm saying? So we get somewhere. We get. But my mom here is my mom ain't even tripping. She's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, mm-hmm, yep, he need, mm, yep, yep, he need that, yep. Mm -hmm. So she on some like, on mom shit, y'all, you know, mom shit. Mm -hmm. She go back in the airport, leave. So I'm up here, so you know, you in it. And the first thing we do, we did a, a, a video for some niggas who was shooting a video. And the video was called uh, Booty Bounce. And they wanted some niggas in the back of the background to hoop. <laughs> so, Look, you can look this up. Girl, let me get your booty bound. It sound like some BT <laughs> late listen, song, bro. So it was definitely, it was definitely some BT late night shit. Shout out, shout, shout out to Al and the white boy, everybody on the west side, California, say, right? Girl, so we get back there. You know what I'm saying? What was dope is they took us up to Madison, bought us a little outfit shit. So, you know, I had right. a little Madison car on. You see me. I'm like, oh, this is all right, cool. Right. So we get in here, Ryan, like. Yeah, this right here, California. This where all the travelers at. Oh, this over here. You know, you know, Ronnie, big deep ass, bro yeah. man voice. We kids, he got Quiet. the big, big deep ass voice. Yeah, all oh, this over you here, like a grown yeah, man. Right, right. So we we get the plan, and the niggas we plan to get start like to. I don't, I don't want to say for real, but you know they want to do whatever. So it turned into a real game, like Behind some two on two shit. So. You know, I don't even know what to call it, but I want to say me and Ronnie just transformed, start dogging these niggas. Boom, <laughs> boom, he throwing a lot, boom, boom. And the next thing you know, 
It's a crowd out here. It's about maybe 300, 400 people out here. People making noise on the gate, looking, talking shit. Oh, this nigga that running out here, just woo, woo, woo. It's, you know, we're in the five on five. Man, I don't know if I was just angry or I was just, I don't, I don't even know. But I threw the nigga shot. Shit out of here. No. <laughs> no. Mine. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I was just, and Wolf was like, yeah, don't let, don't let that nigga score. And, then, and we were on the video shoot. And Wolf was like, nah. So I was just out here just dunking on niggas, <laughs> outletting, <laughs> blowing, spitting, all type of wild shit, right? And uh, he was like, I'm gonna take you down to Candy King on the south side. We're gonna play in that little, uh, they got a little uh, uh, summer, league. summer league down there. We're gonna jump down there. And I played Derek Chivas. Mm. I don't know if y'all know Derek yeah, Chivas. Derek Chivas, they call that nigga the Band-Aid man. Played with a toothpick in his mouth the whole game. It was killing me, right? Yeah, welcome to Chicago, young fella. Keep working. <laughs> <laughs> I walked out, man, on the south side. I'm nigga, boo, take your country ass back home. You suck, you stink, nigga. This Chicago, you ain't shit. Whoop was like, come on, it's all right, all right, we ain't winning. Now fuck that, now fuck that, now fuck that, now fuck that. I'm playing tomorrow. He's like, nah, 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 nah. They don't want you there. Now fuck that, I'm playing. Who tomorrow? Rashad Griffin. Oh, yeah, I'm playing. I don't even know who that is, but Big I'm playing. Shaw, Big Shaw, that's Tommy Hamilton. King. This, this, this mm. like the king of kings down here. Yeah. I don't even know nothing. The big was, fella, y'all big and everything, mm, right? Yeah, he was the man. Yeah, I didn't get no fucks. <laughs> Came in, I gave that nigga that work, and man, them niggas stood up, gave me a standing O, and that's how I got introduced to Chicago. Mm. But I was with it from day one. I was like, oh yeah, this, yeah, this is different from South Cap, but yeah, the ball is, is, is still the same shit. You tell know me when, I don't have to ask if, tell me when was the first time that like you was playing and like, you definitely destroyed, but like, when was the first time you saw like, oh wait, this motherfucker tried to like, do some shit like to hurt me or something, like, try to do some dirty shit. I know it happened at some point in the Red West. I know it happened. Like when you play like, um, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, I'll tell y'all this story. I'm sitting here thinking when you say this, and I'm thinking about how we used to practice. Wolf would never let us practice against each other. He would bring all the old niggas from Farragut from like yeah, 16. So you was getting fucked up then. Man, I was, Dad Woods, rest in peace, LZ. All the CVL niggas that went to Farragut would come up there super deep and scrimmage us. Scoop, all these niggas would all come the up OG, there and all, all the these OGs, right? All the come history. up there fouling, going under you, cutting you. Niggas about to scrap all this. So when we played Marshall, we played uh, Western, all, House. Man, Western House, all these little scrappy fucking teams, it was like, oh, no. Nah, Bro, Western House, biggest man was yeah. my height. Yeah. yeah, center six five. But he had heart. He had uh, L. I forget his name. Stole the E. Um, I can't Elmer remember or some shit like they, that. They yeah. coming about four six one and smaller. And they gonna press your ass <laughs> the whole game. All of them can jump. All of them can jump. Little Jimmy, little Jimmy Sanders Jimmy talking <laughs> shit. All of them can jump. Like Western House man, like they the, rebound. Like man, the Red West was just grimy. Like to answer your question, man, I I can't even. Say, I would just remember playing people like Whitney Young or playing motherfucking Marshall or Lincoln or some, and they just mm -hmm. had. Mm -hmm. Little grimy team that undercut you, they gonna trap you, they doing all this shit. We ain't doing nothing but throw it on top, lobbing, dunking you, swatting your shit, talking shit right back. And then we got the essays traveling with it. We got the whole Farragut 200 deep when we go somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember y'all came down to St. Louis yeah, and played in that class. Sean. That was the first time I got a chance to see. But Sean. Hey man, how you, and you and Ronnie was dunking in that joint. Y'all y'all tore it up in there. Listen, that's the night Wolf knew that we had pro scouts in there. He was like, hey. Yeah. Bring the ball up. I was like, what? Bring the ball up. I was like, initiate? He said, yeah, I want you to initiate the offense. I want these, I want these, I want these scouts to see you. Yeah, they're gonna go crazy on that. And then Vashon had like 
three seven foot niggas. Oh, yeah, no, Vashon, then they had Vashon had like a six Vashon nine nigga at the point. I was like, damn. Bro, like, man, we finna be shit out of these bitch ass niggas. Nigga don't want none of this shit. We from Chicago, goddamn. We west side. Fuck y'all bitch ass nigga down here. <laughs> and, then, and then Wolf looked back on the bus like, hey, man, y'all y'all hold that shit down, man. We ain't got no East Saint. And then we ain't stopping at no stoplights either. Keep keep going. No stopping. No stoplights. Stop no, we look. Wolf, we went through East Saint and then stopping. No lights. That, 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 was, that was the advice. We got hey, straight to the this. joint. How was it seeing a young, you know, God bless dead, my classmate, Michael Wright? He was a yeah. freshman with, with y'all boys. Yeah, Black Black was a uh, rest in peace to Mike Wright, man. Straight I called up, him man. Black, man. That was man. a good yeah. dude. But um, we were playing practice, one on ones out there, cause he wanted to play one on ones a lot. If you know Black, super diesel, super strong, and all left hand, he ain't yeah. going right. All nah. left. I don't care. So what? <laughs> Block it there, and then he ain't got no jump, but he gonna, you know. Yeah, yeah. rebound so, that thing. So man, I used to I used to destroy him every day. You ain't good enough, and then just talk crazy to him. And what I didn't know is that he was doing this. He would yeah. go home, be mad, and lift all the weights. Straight up. <laughs> you know, Mike from the village. Nah, yeah. I know. Man, Black from the village. Y'all don't even know what that is. The village don't even, it ain't even around no more. Yeah. But. The village got one way in and they had one way out. So when you went in there, who? It was all GDs and they in there working. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you had to get permission, going in and all that shit. And then, you know, somebody get fired hard in here, the whole building on notice. So, yeah, it was, <laughs> that's what I can't explain about Chicago that some of the atmospheres you play in actually make you tougher yeah. or give you a certain pedigree that you're able to. I learned how to finesse and I learned how to get us out of situations by being in situations. Mm-hmm. That right there helped me be an NBA leader. When yeah. I got to the league, man, I was able to give my opinion and then be silent. Yeah. I knew when to talk, when not to. I kept shit over here. I was always listening. Asking you knew OG how to questions. be around grown Absolutely, folks. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So Absolutely. It, was, it was an easier adjustment because yeah. I've been hooping with grown folks and been around them for so long that I know mm-hmm. how to adjust. With them and them street niggas, they different, you know. Yeah. They they really run this whole shit, you know. When they when they say something, that shit is law. And that era, they was <laughs> really up. they really rock with the athletes. Yep. They really, really, kept they really took con- care of us yeah. as the athletes. Like, they hey, did. hold up, man, leave Shorty nope. alone. Nope. Fuck up, hey, Shorty, get your ass yep. around here. What you even yep. doing in this area yep. right now? Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like that was what we grew up in. Ever since Ben Wilson, man, and that situation yeah. went down with him, I think. They, they street cuff. guys start cuffing guys yep. and start like giving them direction because a lot of the kids too didn't have a lot of script and believe it or not a lot of these kids didn't have parents a lot of these kids didn't have no mom their grandma raising them they out here on the court letting it out you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying but yeah man I thank God for the go man the go got me ready for the league and it got me ready for life so who gave you the where you can express yourself on the court that's what like when was that I'm talking about that's when it all came into tuition, like, yeah, like, man, yeah, like, holler. Because I came from that era where you holler when you dunk and you, you scream, you talk your noise. Man. But who gave it where you can just really just express yourself between these lines? And, yeah, in South Carolina, I had a coach named Duke Fisher. He was an old white coach who, who coached football, but he had a passion for basketball. He went to North Carolina, used to always talk about Dean Smith and always talk about North Carolina. You know, yeah. North Carolina got a system. They go down, set <laughs> pick, come up, this yeah. one here. So we come up in that. So any hot dogging, blocking, yelling, oh no. They don't want no parts He in that. your face, you might get slapped, you might get bent, sit your ass down. It's like some Southern shit. Like, no, we don't do that shit. So, you know, if you watch my tape in Malden, I would go dunk the ball, run back. You know, block a <laughs> shot, run back. You know, it was nothing. Whoop was like, hey man. You know, Wolf talking to you like like one of the guys. Hey, man, block his shit and then let him know about it. Straight like, oh, up. I ain't on that, man. Like, man. No, I ain't asking you, motherfucker. Block, block the man's shit, man. <laughs> and then 
I was almost like, you, you know, you got that little homie and your little homie really want to cuss. And you're like, what you want to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. What else you want to say? Ass? Yeah. What else you want to say? Goddamn. I was like that. And Wolf was like, I mean, you know, you got something you want to get out, man. Let it out, man. Don't be holding that in here. It's like, you're right. So when I would get on the court, I would always be like, peace. I would, when I blocked your shot, I would always say that. Like, peace. Like, I got a piece of, like, peace. No. Mine. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. No. Man. So I would be blocking shots, grabbing it, putting it around. <laughs> and he gave me that freedom of expression. I bring the ball up on another wow. big and I see he ain't, like. So he started to help me, like, really express myself through the skill. Because he saw what I would work on after, the, after uh, practice and all the things I wanted to be better at. He was like, man, you got to start implementing that into the game. You got to do that shit with some energy, man. So I would do it with that. Yeah. Nah, you ain't going hard enough. Do it over. And then that shit used to really – nah, do it over, man. You ain't, that's how you're going to do it. And the more he kept doing that, it just it, it was just turning me. And Wolf knew how to actually uh, ignite me, and then he would get the fuck out the way. You know, one night I was just super sick and didn't feel like playing. He was like, you think Mike Jordan going to sit down when he's sick? Like, he would do shit like that. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't, this ain't the right time. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm sick as fuck right now. But what if I can't even stand up? Well, get some water and then let me know. If you don't want to play, then just walk out. Just let the team down. He got, oh, really? <laughs> and you you in, though. But he knew I was going to go anyway because I'm scratching. You know what I'm saying? Every time. And then Wolf would take us on a Saturday. We wouldn't have no time on a Saturday. Saturday, wake up, get some breakfast, drive all the way out south side, play at Candy King, come back, get some lunch, go to Malcolm X, go down to Roosevelt Boys Club, and then go all the way over to uh, LeClaire Courts, mm-hmm. get some dinner, come back, watch tape on somebody like Ben Wilson, a big dog, or Chris Webber or some mm-hmm. shit, because he had tapes all day. I don't know what y'all coach. My nah, coach had tapes all day. had tapes in Chicago. So we sit there, and then by the time, boy, it's 9 o'clock. You, you're drained. Yeah. Ain't no time in no game, ain't no girls. You going no straight like, to sleep. Man, you sleep. Next thing so you know, you go to Sunday morning. Yeah. yeah, so I thank God for that structure. But yeah. Wolf was the first person to give me that expression and to actually tell me it was okay to be like this. Audience. But when you started making it okay, that shit rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. <laughs> what kept you in it? Like, fuck that, I'm finna express myself all the time. This is how I'm in it. Well, I'm, I'm standing intense on like it. that. I'm standing on it. Like, whatever you sometimes do. sometimes you can shy away from it, like, oh, shit, no, no, I can't no. be myself. In not that in that environment. Not in that environment. Not in that environment, but at the same time, too, I'm not, like, what happened in the go, I'll be honest. Um, I not get, just in the go, but I'm talking when you get to the league. Like, like, that's what I'm like, trying to tell you, where it started. When, yeah. you, know, you, you stand on whatever you want. Man, yeah. get that shit out of here. Man, what you say? Yeah. Get that shit out of here. Straight right. up. And, and this nigga play football. Yeah. It is what it is out here, dog. I'm out here with four other niggas who gonna go with me out here, so I ain't tripping. Exactly, yeah. Being in the go, just like you said, bro, it's, it's structure out here. And I show up, you know, I'm talking about the essays that come from Farragut, but I'm also talking about who with Ronnie, yeah. who, with, who with Frank, who with us, and then, you know, once the neighborhood got behind us, man, it was over, man. Once, People really once, gotta understand, like, I swear to you, bro, that Red West, like, bro, it's times we didn't went into Westinghouse and, like, the hood. Like, you Facts. know, the guys, they they have been doing the warm up, standing there, like, yeah, hi, yeah. And you gotta be like, it don't matter if you, like, like the first time it happened, I'm a sophomore. I'm like, oh, shit. This, I'm like, what? I'm like, I was kind of looking around. I'm like, then I said, fuck you. Cause if you don't, they got you. You know what I'm saying? If you don't show like, bitch, I'm with the shit. We coming in here, we running the whole west side and we all from the hundreds. Y'all some suckers. And it was, that was how we was. You know me, cause D Gates and Cordell played against you. As a, they was there as freshmen, I came sophomore. So I'm like, I'm gonna be the crazy one then. Like, fuck it. And for y'all who don't know what the Wild Hunters are, those are super projects. <laughs> projects that got down. Oh, that's Southside shit. That's Southside. Oh, yeah. That's Westside. Yeah. At what point that year did you 
say, all right, I'm out of here. Because like you said, college is all over you. No, nah, man, I was having problems with this fucking test, man. That fucking ACT, SAT shit. I couldn't. You want to go to Michigan, I right? Wanted to go, I was going to Michigan. As soon as I got my grade, as soon as I got everything, I was going to Michigan. Even though when I went, when I went for my uh, visit, I went to go see a Michigan, Michigan State game. Got to meet Webb and everybody, and it was a dope experience, but... I guess it was just how I was living. I was, you know, my mom had left us up there, so it was me and my younger sister, and I was, you know, having responsibility. And yeah, I wasn't moving like no high school kids. So when I went up to Michigan to go hoop, you know, they was like, oh yeah, we gotta go ask the assistant coach and get the keys and da da da. And I was like, well, can we go over here? Like, oh yeah, we gotta go uh, get the da and da. And, and just how they had to go, how they was moving, wasn't moving, I wasn't moving I wasn't the same moving like, like that. that. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna ask, go eat, like, it's like, man. Yeah. And, and that always bothered me. Not even the structuring of it, just that I had to go get permission to go do X, Y, and some of the simplest shit, right? Yeah. And I was like, man, I ain't really thinking like y'all. I ain't. And then I would hear some of the conversation, I'll be sitting listening. Like, <laughs> he like, I don't do that shit at the crib. That's like, goofy as hell, like these, y'all real kids. Oh, you got a mom and a dad, okay, you can call them, do, okay, you can get, okay. So my mentality was totally different from the kids that was in college right away. And um, yeah, I just, at the time, I didn't even know how to even fathom none of that. And I told the story, man. Um, matter of fact, this is either before I go to McDonald's. Yeah, this is before I go to McDonald's, but I get my test and I didn't pass that motherfucker. I was in like the worst mood. And I remember this, my, uh, my homeboy came up there and said, man, let's go down to the multiplex, man. You know, Jordan be down there playing. This the year Mike didn't play. So I was like, man, I don't wanna play no fucking ball, man. Fuck the plex, man. I ain't even gonna let us in that motherfucker. No, 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 I gotta. Close. Yeah, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So we go down there, MJ in that motherfucker. And there's about 200 people on the glass just sitting there watching. Right. And Mike in there, you know what I'm saying? I'm with, I'm with the guys. So, you know, we show up in here, we all in here watching. When I came in there, you know, my guys say what up to Carl Harris. He, he know us west side, all right. So we go in here, whatever. So as soon as we get in there, Mike like hit the glass, like let the big fella in. So I'm like, oh shit, throw my shoes, man. Got my shoes, like go in here, right. suit up. As soon as I get in here, I'm a big man. You know, D, when you're in high school, you play big man. You, don't, you ain't chasing no guards. I might play a 21 or 32 somebody here, a guard or something, right. but I ain't in organizing here. You know, I'm in here posting up, got post moves, mm-hmm. all this shit, man. He put me right on Scotty. And Scott was like, man, y'all put this young puppy ass nigga on. Man, let me get it. And, he, and when he clapped, the <laughs> echo in the room, you know, this is my first time in front, in front of these niggas. And then I'm looking at, damn, I'm in here with Scotty, man. Yeah. And then his face was like, man, little man. he shot this big long ass three, D. Like, so much that I looked at that motherfucker and then bam, he hit that motherfucker. Like, damn, I looked. Like, man, almost like the face of like some easy work, man. When I saw his face, I was like, and just my natural reaction, I called for it. MJ threw that motherfucker, and I took two dribbles. Kid, I gave him a little move, and I let my shit go. Man, my shit hit, dog. I thought I had won the championship. Y'all look, <laughs> look, I was so gassed. I jumped, so I don't know what you think this is, nigga. He's like, what, nigga, what? <laughs> and he shot me the ball. I shot him back. Nigga, we pushed up. So, nigga, I had these niggas kill you in here. Man, them niggas jumped up. Carl Harris like, no, young fella. You can't do that in here. No, young fella. No. Hey, no. Carl Harris got it under control. The fuck is you talking about? Game over. George was like, young fella, I love you, young fella, yeah, yeah. But he got the fuck out of there. I looked up and I had fucked the whole run up. I had fucked the whole run up. <laughs> Niggas getting ready up, you know what I'm talking about? Like we in here just wilding, right? And I felt like this, I was like, damn, see man, that's why I didn't want to come down here. I was already in the shit mood, like I'm all in my head with it. But what I did know, in the corner over there, I saw a purple ass jacket and some feet. And I, and I heard niggas, okay, I see you. And it was Z. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was Scotty Pippen, boy. 
Boy, I just saw you play against Scottie Pippen. Well, you can go to the league. When he said that, boy, everything stopped, y'all. I looked at that man. I said, what you just say? It's Isaiah. Zeke was like, yeah, come here. We sat there for two hours. And I can actually repeat what he said verbatim. When he told me that shit, I leave there. I go home. As soon as I get home on the on the front of my little door, because at this time I got myself an apartment and all this shit, I got like this little pink thing. You feel me? And I'm like, what? Look, I see what the shit say. I rip it off, come in the joint, like, oh, fuck. Now my head's spinning. And Wolf didn't go down here with me. When Zeke gave me the conversation, I come back home, I see the shit on my door, I ripped the shit off my door, I slammed the door at the time, uh, just me and my young sister, she's like, what's wrong? It's like, nothing. Went up, because Wolf lived downstairs. I went, went downstairs, knocked on his door, he was there, what's up, man? I said, man, yeah, man, let me holler at you for a second. He said, what's up? I said, man, look, write this down. Tomorrow I need you to call David Falk, and I named like three agents that you know he gave me. I want you to call these guys and let them know, yeah, I'm gonna forego my college eligibility and I'm going to the league. Hmm. And Wolf was like, man, get your fucking ass out of here, boy, you tripping, boy. Right. <laughs> you, you, want some, you want something to eat over? You want? And when he saw I wasn't laughing and I was dead ass, nah, write this down. Write this down. And I had never took a tone like that with him. And I was looking at him dead ass. And he's like, you hear what you're saying, man? I said, I hear what I'm saying. I need you to write this down. And he saw my face and then I took him through the conversation. Listen, and this is what we're gonna do. Next day at school, he did the same thing. One of the motherfuckers out of the four people called me back. And then he took me through the process. We started the process. You're gonna go right here, you gotta take a couple workouts. You probably gotta leave school a little early, come over here. And we had to do it around school, cause it's school year. And niggas not even taking me serious until I get into the first workout. And the first workout, basically I couldn't travel and go everywhere, so I had people had to come here. But we had um, the physical, so a lot of teams was coming into Chicago anyway, so that helped me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Moody Bible. To travel, right? So yeah. they would go up to Moody Bible, they skipped Moody Bible, come down, see my little workout. So I got like, the first day I got, um, Picks 11 through uh, 22. I didn't even get the whole day. I just got those teams and they came through and they sat. And I remember Pat Riley being one of the people in there. And uh, you know, I ain't never worked out. I didn't know nothing like this. You know, mm -hmm. we'll take us through workout. Never I ain't never, not like this, life. right? I ain't never went through. <laughs> 90 minutes. Didn't know it was gonna be 90 minutes. I showed up. I didn't really, I didn't really get the stretch or nothing. I just came in. I was in awe of just, you know, the people that I'm seeing, I'm like, damn, that's Pat Riley, that's Pat. I know all that Dale Harris. So I'm in here just noticing it, but all the gems and shit, Danny Ainge, Kevin Ke So I'm in here like, oh shit. So I'm like, damn. So it didn't hit me like, you're here. Right. Kiwan Garris. Shout down. Shout out to Kiwan, yo. West side. Shout out to Kiwan, man. Kiwan. You uh, guys finest. Straight up, I, I called him. I said, uh, hey man, come, can, you come, can you come pass the ball to me? You know what I'm saying? Because I just need a guard to go up and do some of the stuff because I was by myself. And then I had an instructor who was just walking me through the shit. So he was like, okay, all right, look, I'm just gonna do this real cool. Just, you know, you know, worked out a hundred times, just listen to what I'm saying. So I was like, all right. So I heard Pat Riley, okay, God damn, what the fuck are we doing here? God damn, we're here and watching a fucking high school guy. What the fuck is this? So I heard, <laughs> so all the little minions laughed. <laughs> and the guy was still talking to me and they was kind of in the background. So I saw the nigga mouth moving, but I just heard him. Right. I, I took everything personal, man. You know what I'm saying? I took everything personal. So I was like, oh, word, okay. Nigga came to the workout. I knew he was gonna see a high school kid, but he don't know why he's here. So I played, I, I played with that. Like, 
Yeah. That was just steaming. So the first shit, you know, dribble up and down. It was just some basic shit. So all the shit he was telling me was basic. Two dribble pull up for the jump at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no hard shit, D. Mm-hmm. Shit, that shit I did. But man, I looked up and it was 90 minutes. They wanted me to see how long I could go, see how, you know my range and all that shit from 15 to 17. I was smacking it. And then I wanted to see the jumping, all that shit. So I was dunking this motherfucker, trying to doom. Didn't even have to dunk it this many times, but I was dunking this motherfucker. He don't know why he in here, huh? Doom, he don't know why he in here. Doom, okay, that's enough. Doom, and I was dunking, boom, and I dunked that motherfucker, and I was <laughs> fuck you mean? Why I'm in here? You don't know why you in here, motherfucker? And I looked behind him, I'm like, you go, they just gasp. Okay. Good work right, out, y'all, right, fellas. Right, right, right. And that's when I knew I had some. Kevin McHale walked all the way down there. He was in this big ass like high rise on some subliminal shit. Right. You know what I'm saying to you? He walked all the way down. Then he just started chopping. Hey, what's up, Kevin McHale? Hey, yeah, I love your footwork, big fella. Hey, hey, you, you come <laughs> here, you get your shoulders, you want to, you know. He went right in the teaching. And it was just coming so fast, y'all, that I couldn't catch it all. And I was like, oh, what, what'd you say? Because I, cause I knew I had another workout. So the only thing I did catch it, he was like, when you come around, you want to square your shoulders with the rim. Because sometimes you're coming in and you're shooting across your body. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. And then the next day, I applied that shit. But after the first workout, I knew I had something. After the second workout, I knew I was getting picked. Wait, how, you got dogs in your class. There was a lot of dogs in your class. You got to kind of extend yourself from everybody else, especially to go straight out of high school. Like, how was that like for me? Because I wasn't, I wasn't ranked number one. Right. They had me like 11. That's why, but every time they see me or if I had the opportunity to play or play on TV or play right. against them where I seen them in McDonald's or whatever, I was trying to get it. Get it. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But with you, like like I said, you got a bunch of dogs in your Facts. class, a bunch Facts. of guys that had good careers yeah. in the league. How was that to like extend yourself past them and actually go? Because like you the first, you're not the first to actually go, but you the first of the new era to change that. It's different right. from you. It it's is. never been done. When you walked in that locker room and you played against everybody in the NBA, everybody gave you that look. Because right. I felt that look and I wasn't even the first like you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They like, yeah, but you know how it is. It's, yeah. it's, somebody else can take your job every Facts. year. Facts. Every, every, every <laughs> and time they somebody. at you like, man, we ain't giving you nothing. Man, listen, it started at the physicals. What they do is they put everybody in front of you. And you know they get, they put that one thirty five oh, on and now the one forty five and you know high school niggas we not How, even looking like that we never looked. Did you achieve any any reps? I got two reps. That shit I went up two. That shit was so fucking Zero. heavy. Zero. Lord, off the Lord, bar. Zero. Lord, how heavy was that shit? that shit? Listen, <laughs> listen. If it wasn't lifting that shit, if it wasn't for <laughs> listen <laughs> real shit, yeah, it was on some ego shit with me. Yeah, I damn near broke my shoulder trying to get that <laughs> my ball. Like, cause you know you got to take it off. I'm like, oh hell no! I'm like, oh hell no! All the niggas like, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, around. young fella, let's get it, young fella. Yeah. I got sheep, other campers around, sheep yeah. stack. All these motherfuckers right here, all these up, all these niggas I watched in college are sitting here watching me. Lou Roll, everybody. Yeah. Man, I got that motherfucker. Damn. Up. He just that said Lou Roll. Lou Roll was so goddamn uh, strong. Uh, 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 I didn't even let that motherfucker come out. I just got in there and yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's one. <laughs> 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 I'm all like this. I'm in that motherfucker like this, D. I'm in it like this. Hey, that's a demoralizing Listen, situation. Listen, I put that bitch up and then the guys arrogant. Stinking ass, oh, that's too, nah, I get it too, okay. I get on the treadmill, I, let that be too. I get on the treadmill, I'm dying on the treadmill. Oh, I did. got up off that listen, shit too. Listen, man, it made me rethink everything. So I sat down and then they start roasting me. Stack started, all the guys start roasting me. 
Oh, they just start roasting me. Man, you need to take your ass to college, nigga. You missing out on a honey. You, oh, you don't even know what you're doing. We ain't so do him was, like that, but so he listen, definitely got zero listen, reps they was talking, and get off the treadmill. Like, they was talking so crazy to me and just making me feel like shit. And Scotty Thurman came up to me. He's like, you know why they joking, right? And I was kind of like on that like mad shit with a tear come out mad kind of <laughs> like shit. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to be betting all these niggas. I was just on. I was super on. I was hot. They, they had Joan me. I ain't had no Taking comebacks. I, was just, it, I, just, I did. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like. I'm it. If I fuck this up, man, niggas behind me ain't even gonna have it. So I was thinking like that, right? And I was kind of feeling that. And then Sky Thunder's like, boy, you're gonna be ready. You're gonna be better than all these niggas. Because <laughs> right, you care. You care. Some of these niggas, they don't care like this. Nigga. You care. And I was like, what you, what you talking about? He's like, you gonna see. And when I got in the camp, it started all like unfolding. Because now, some niggas was projected to go four or five. Now I'm in here. I went five, so that means somebody else had to go six. Right. So all this is happening. What I don't know is everybody from Tuan Walker, Sharif Abdul-Rahim, Steph, AI, everybody that I know that's in my class at home like this. Mm-hmm. See what this nigga do. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, I could do that. What? So everybody seeing me do it, like I'm giving them confidence. Mm-hmm. Next, 96 is really Blood the class. That, that, that's that's really everybody. That's everybody I'm with. That would have been crazy Man, if you on that slam pitch. But but to be the first to go through the door and then take all the hits, set up the structure for mm-hmm. everybody to come next, mm-hmm. I took a lot of pride in that because mm-hmm. now I can go up to D because the high school kid, it's like a, it's almost like special ops. Like uh-huh. you, you made the league, yeah, but then you got the high school kids. And if you can survive that, that gave you your own kind of Rank on that shit, you know what I'm saying? Because there's yeah, only got so many. Own patch. Yeah, we got our own little special ops patch that did, you know, yeah. You know it's a what I'm lot saying? of success. Straight up. Be because my theory too, Joe, is that when they start promoting all the four-year college kids and Leighton that came in and Grant yeah. Hill and Mashburn, I'm just being 100. Those, those guys went up to a point. Them guys was getting in trouble. Them guys didn't have the best character. That, you know, uh, Some of them guys got hurt early in their careers and shit. Yeah. Guess who took that league over, man? Guess who came up and just stepped up? Man, all them high school guys. All them high school guys you loved or you doubted or you say you didn't like. Yeah. Next thing you know, man, some of us were some of the, the better players in the league, and it started growing like that. Your faces. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Really? Next thing you know, you got Kobe in this bitch. Then you got T-Mac in this bitch. Then you got Dwight. Then you got D-Miles. Then you got – Braun had a whole – he had a whole table of scales that he could sit back and saw what worked and what didn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then having D Miles in Cleveland, when you get there, yeah. you got somebody that actually went through what you're going through. Well, D Miles was rocking with him when his senior year. D Miles, right? Y'all was cool. He was coming up there practicing with y'all and shit, eh? Yeah, no, nah, he was. Uh, I used to go uh, over there with them. Shit, he was the show of the town. We, Facts. we won 18 out of 82, so nobody was at our games. They was all. <laughs> That's y'all game. had them black, silver, and orange jerseys. Yeah. Chris Mims and shit. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, that's the name from Texas? Chris, yeah, shot, yeah, blocking shots? Yeah, yeah, y'all say what y'all want, but Chris Mills gonna try to block everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that was the early parts of all that shit, man. And I did have to go through something to actually get to something. And I really believe that. Like, I don't just believe the fairy tale ghost, like you show up and it's just ta-da. Yeah. You gotta go through some shit. And going through that shit give you stripes and give you extra skin and extra covering yeah. to where, man, Joe, if I didn't go through some of that shit through the go, man, I don't know if I could have survived some of that early on shit that right. went on in the, you know, in, in, in the league. Yeah. Straight tell up. Me, tell me how it was for you to like 
you got to be at the draft, to be coming out of high school, to hear your name called that high, just to be hearing David Stern, like, what was that moment? Like, we, like, every player, you know, that's our biggest moment before all the other biggest well, moments. But, like, that kick it off. Like, how did that, how did, <laughs> what was that like for you when you sitting there, you like. That shit was in Toronto, y'all. Right. My draft was in Toronto. That's cracking. Mm. Like, so I passport man, Joe, at that time, you can have a driver's license to get through the border. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, damn, you didn't have to have man, a passport. This is old, this is for real. And I get up here, I'm like, damn, what's this, Europe? Like, right. what the fuck? Like, nah, this Canada. This shit was clean, the water tastes different, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they candy balls wasn't Snickers, it was right. Snick, you know what I'm saying? They had, you know what I'm saying? They had Coke versus Coke, it looked like yeah, some other shit, right. Get that money Straight up, you get the funny money, the queen, you know what I'm saying? What the this, right? Problem was, man, now, when you get a look success, because you not goddamn been through the blitz, right? You now mm-hmm. went through the jungle, now you come out on the other end, now here come everybody wanna, now everybody mm-hmm. wanna go to draft, now here your best <laughs> friend, and man, listen, I'm gonna tell y'all you something. Man, one of the things I uh, I got down real early was the word no, yeah. and no. Let and then know. I learned fuck no. <laughs> listen you know what I'm saying? Straight up. Generation and now, I listen I had no problem saying no, no. No, I'm cool, I'm, I'm gonna go up here with uh, 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 and then yeah. And yeah, that's how I went. But going to the draft was a fucking blizzard. It was like, I didn't want to spend no money. I didn't want to, you know, money, especially money I didn't have yet. So so I was super conservative. I got there, G Trent had the lime uh, suit on and he had the woo woo woo. They was going out to the, to the joint, all the draft fees was going to the strip joint. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, fella, you can't get in here, you can't, go. you can't come in here. You can't go. Then, okay, <laughs> here the party over here, got alcohol in here. Yeah, young fella, you can't come in here either. So it's like, damn, okay, I'm gonna go try to throw my own shit. Oh yeah, we're gonna shut this down, uh, man. Yeah, young fella, yeah. So I was like, oh shit, this what this finna be like? Yes, now it's like, okay, it's all good. We're gonna have a good time at the draft. We did, got draft that came off and I had never seen that many people I had never seen that many people like clap. You know what I'm saying? I came in there and they was all clapping and whatever, and they hit me. Got teared up up there. The great um, Craig Sager did an interview with me, and uh, he was all cool with it. Slowed everybody down, got everybody off me, let me talk, gave me a second and all that shit. It was just a memorable place. But after that, man, it was just, it was go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because after that, I get to Minnesota. Get thrown in the fire. And I get right thrown away. in the fire. But I love Kevin McHale for the fact that he actually structured, a structure for me that worked for me. It wasn't something of that he had used for anybody else. You know, my boys got to come on trips. My boys got to come to practice. You made you comfortable. Made me comfortable with people that knew me. Mm-hmm. And put me around place and then he's like, look, this North Minneapolis over here, it's like Chicago. Yeah. South Minneapolis, just like Chicago over here. East St. Paul is like Chicago, but the rest of it is like this. This is where the rich people live at. And Kevin McHale kind of gave me Minneapolis's gauge. Yeah, I'm going to put you with Jimmy and Terry. They're great guys. They're producers. They produce Janet Jackson music. Prince live out here too. He does music. You know Prince. And then he started putting all these Kirby Puckets and, and, and Chris Dolman and, and John Randall and just Randall Cunningham. He just started putting this little group for me together. Kirby Puckett, rest in peace to my dog, man. One of the best ever because he was – he was like their superstar. So he started mm-hmm. telling me, you know, because JR and Kristen Lakner, they had had they run-ins and shit with, you know, troubles and yeah. shit. And he was just like, man, you gotta win this town over by staying off the radar. And if you don't get in no trouble, they gonna love you. And especially if you can play a little bit. So if you notice, I never got in no shit. Never, never, ever, mm-hmm. never, ever. None of my, my crew, none of that shit. Because we all understood what was on the line if we was to fuck this opportunity up. And they understood it. How was the first time you met Prince? 
Man, you I'm used to like hang and kick it with Prince? Yes, I'm gonna tell y'all some crazy shit. First time I met <laughs> Prince, man, I was in a- I heard a lot of stories about yeah, Prince yeah, and shit. Yeah, Prince, like, what was that yeah. like? First off, dude, love basketball. No, he was a hooper. He had a hooper. He was a hooper. Talking shit. Like he God, played like AI, he was quick as yeah. shit. He had a big ass uh, studio called Paisley Park where he had a he had like a, a half court in there. And uh, yeah, he would motherfucker let people come in there and he would be in there busting your ass, talking crazy and everything. Plus he knew the flow. He knew that, you know, if you shot over here, it wouldn't hit the, right. and all this other shit. But yeah, he loved ball. So anytime, he wouldn't come out a lot, but when we would, when he would come out, he would just shut the club down. He would always get this little one back room and then he'll like summon you. Then he had this big gigantic <laughs> ass, one white bodyguard, Chris or something like that. Ball head white guy used to always go with him and shit. And he would always come get you. Hey, uh, uh, the artist, because he wouldn't call himself Prince, said, the artist wants to talk to you. We go back there <laughs> and I talk to you, dog. Just like I'm looking at D Mouse, man, that man used to have like a little orange. You ever look into like the light, like if you put your hand in front of the light, you'll see it's like, like a yeah, glow. Lord, I swear he would sit there and he had a glow about him. He'd be talking with a deep ass voice like this, how much like it was now. Like, <laughs> And he be he saying like some this, real shit. Like oh no, the nigga little as shit. The nigga little as shit. And he in this velvet chair. Yeah. Legs crossed. Fly ass outfit, collar pop. <laughs> and he might be sitting there, he'll go. So what do you guys do for like pregame? It's like he'll ask you some shit like that. I'm like, what do you what do you mean? Like, what are you guys eating for pregame? Like, is it is it healthy? Like, do you want to <laughs> eat healthy? I would think that if you was burning calories, you would eat something that was more meat. Like, that's the kind of shit he asked you. He wanted to hear your POV in the game and how you, okay, so a guy like Carmelo, is that intimidating to you? Like, he would be intimidating <laughs> to me. Like, but then he'd get on some shit and he'd be like, hmm, you know, do you have good financial people around you? Make sure you have very, very, I have some great financial people that can actually help you with, and then he'd get on to you. Cause these motherfuckers are story, and then he'll start off real professional and end up on some shit. But these motherfuckers will steal your shit. And then he was like, and uh, he was always cool with my crew. He was always, you know, cause some motherfuckers, you know, nah, don't let them in here. I just, I just wanna, you know what I'm saying? But he was always consistent. He was always cool. Always said the same shit, man, at the end of the conversation. Make sure you're working harder than anybody else. That's what's gonna outlast everybody else. Everybody ain't gonna work. If you work your ass off every day, man, good things gonna come out of that. And I used to always feel, yeah, you guys gotta come out to Paisley Park. So after we would leave the club, club leaves at like 2, 2.30, mm -hmm. we go out to Paisley Park like three to like six in the morning. You wake up, breakfast in here, he trying to, you know what I'm saying? But this is what <laughs> artists do. They stay up, they make music all day. I'm like, nah, man, this is something I gotta, I gotta actually get home. Right. You know what I'm saying? This, this, nah, I can't do this. Nah, especially I don't know during the year. But yeah, Prince was another level of everything. Yo, this season we're giving away 25 digital collectibles each episode. All you have to do is listen for the secret word and go over to the POAP app to claim one before they're all gone. For more info, check out the link in the show's description. This week, we'll keep it simple. The secret word is Big Ticket KG, all lowercase, no spaces. Go get one before they're gone. At the end of the season, listeners who claim a collectible will get exclusive access to Knucklehead Perks. You at Minnesota, when do you feel like, ah, yeah, I can really be here? Like, did it take like half of the season to be like, no, nah, I can, I can kind of sink my teeth in into what's going on and, and I can understand the game more and know where I can, I can shine at. Because mm. now you know them plays, you know where you get your shot. Because you get the same shot for real yeah. damn near every night. You might maneuver a little bit, but 
you know, you getting the ball right here or yep. you can get your shot off right here or I get a few posts up. Yep. When did you know like, yeah, cause like at a time you get in there, you got Carl Malone. MVP Carl Malone. MVP Carl Malone, MVP <laughs> Charles Barkley. Sean Kim. Uh, David Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Man, it's real. The West is so real. Uh, C Webb is still in uh, Washington at this time. Yeah. Um, but you, was yeah, just yeah. crazy. It, it, was, it was real talk. But yeah. then you had guys like Roy Tarpley down in Dallas who, didn't, who people don't even really fucking know that was crazy. crazy. Vin Baker, Vin who was killing. Baker. Like Vin, Vin Benny B was, was so a tough. problem. You yeah. feel me? I started to have some like confidence in like my ability when first you got to go through like the first 30 to 40 and get your ass kicked and just fuck it all up, right? But I can say after every practice, never missed a practice, I would always practice and then after practice, Kevin McHale would make the bigs play one-on-one. Don't matter if you hurt or not, it don't matter, come on. And we call it the cage. And it ain't no fouls called in the cage. You know what it's like. You know what I'm talking. Y'all know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. When you gotta, when you go work with the guards, and then mm-hmm. the next day you go work with the bigs, and mm-hmm. it's a totally different workout. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Only only niggas in the league know that though. So that's why I'm saying it like that. We go down here, and each day we play. I can honestly say whether I got beat or I won the drill, I feel like I'm getting better because the physicality of the league. No one actually. You can never get. You can't get that from nowhere. You got to get that from the league because these guys are not walking around on the street this big, this agile, this strong, and this good. So you may play a nigga in the street and he just may be you know, out, like of a lot, out of shape and he big as hell. But he don't know how to ride, he don't know how to deny you, he don't know how to front, he don't, he don't know he this. No an NBA nigga don't know how to do all this, you know yeah, what I'm saying? And IQ. he's strong enough, and he know that the shot clock going, so I had a bunch of that going on, a bunch of what I didn't know being used against me. And once I downloaded that shit, and I started seeing like the playbook start to change from Christian Lakner to you know J.R. Ryder to Googs to now they trade Lakner, they trade J.R. And now, oh shit, Kevin got 45, 45 twists, 45 this, and then now I got like six plays. I'm like, what? Like that don't happen. They don't rearrange the playbook and then put your name in these sets if they're not confident or whatever. But mm-hmm. so I say about for like four years, I used to play one-on-one after practice. And that's what made me, I think, sped up my, me actually getting better. But then it was things that I wanted to do. Like I didn't never, I never had a left hand. I used to always work on my shit, but never could find it in the game to use it. Yeah. Like if I'm a dunk, I'm a dunk on a nigga one hand or two hand. I ain't finna try him if I, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I used to always get caught in between wanting to use some of the stuff that I work on and then just using the shit that works. But you know it's gonna be money. Yeah. Kevin McHale helped me simplify all that. You're thinking too much. You know, you get, he's 6'8", you're 6'11", let's turn the shoot. So I started getting to that quicker and then start watching She, Webb, some of the, Juwan Howard, some of the guys yeah. that was in my same class, mm-hmm. not look the same, but they was, I was seeing, I was seeing growth with myself and I was seeing them grow a whole nother way. You know, Webb got stronger, started dunking that motherfucker, and then he got the little short hook. She put they the three. getting that jump on them. Man, Lord, when, when, when you got the fucking, when you got the 15 footer and you got the, the straight up jump. That's a problem. So, a big man. So Kevin <laughs> McHale helped develop the face up for me. And then off the face up, I started learning how to <clears throat> use handle in the face up. Then if I backed up a little bit and gave myself a couple feet, I can actually get to the basket in two dribbles and give you a move crossover and I was at the rim. And then when he was telling me to lay it up, I was like, fuck that, I'm finna put this on I'm finna dunk this motherfucker, fuck that shit. So I started to like take what I was learning from him and putting kind of my own mix on it, where he would actually go up or under and come under and finish with the left. 
I use my right and just, you know. And once I start seeing that, that's what started giving me confidence. Then I start looking in these faces and these eyes, and I was like, uh, everybody, everybody ain't know the same. <laughs> right. Everybody don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was no like, wow, no, yeah. no. And it's a more of a bully league. And if Definitely. you can actually carve out your own little square and stand on if it. If you're willing to go. People respect it. And that's yeah. what I learned day one. One of my favorite, like, I'm one of the dudes that, like, when it, during it, all this time, I'm on NBA Live. As soon as the draft go, I'm grading all the players, oh, yeah. putting them on the teams and all that. Like, one of my favorite teams, real talk, like, was when Steph came to the team, right? Oh, yeah. And it's y'all that young, because, you know, back then, it's an old-ass league. That ain't no young dynamic nope. duo like y'all that's really able to put it down. Like how young how and much unapologetic. Of a different level that you feel like you went to when Steph got there and y'all, you know, instantly hit it off and had that chemistry. Well, a lot of people don't know, man. Steph and I was friends in high school. Right before I got in trouble, Steph used Steph found my number through Bob Gibbons. Mm -hmm. Steph called the house and we stayed on the phone like three hours just talking basketball. Woo woo. You know what I'm saying? Similar to how y'all be. And you know, he telling me about New York, I'm telling him about country shit. He loves Atlanta, all this other shit. And we became friends so that when I went to Chicago, I didn't know he knew Bill. I didn't mm. know he knew Nah. I didn't know he knew the same guys that I knew. And uh, when he came to go, he was going to Paul for a visit. And yeah, Bill, Bill brought us together. And I was like, what the fuck, yeah. So we had a bond already. I put my name in the hat, I go to the league first, and he went to Georgia Tech. So the whole time we talking, and, and his whole thing, you know, he had brothers that was before him, so he mm -hmm. had kind of a script to know what to expect and all that, mm -hmm. I, I, I knew nothing. So At the all. things I'm giving him is just detailed stuff that I'm going through and just city to city, or San Fran like this, oh shit, uh, fucking Utah like this, I ain't never been in Utah, man, right. Toronto like this, you know what I'm saying? Vancouver was like this, so he was just, <laughs> he was in school, but his mind was, was He's in already the in the league. So when Steph went through his whole process, he get drafted, whole different story for him. When he get the soda, we like, oh, it's on the pop. It's right. Well, we 200 deep in here, you know. Right. I got the whole west side of it, right. you know. Like it, it was some of the greatest days. And we go two years, and after the second year, I get some bread. You know, I got to go through this whole shit show and this resign. I ain't never oh, yeah, resigned for no real bread, so mm -hmm. I'm trying to get the max, all this other shit. I get the most I can get out of this shit, and that's when I start to see like a difference with everybody. Mm -hmm. Like when I when I sign for that little bread, man, I start seeing niggas like either wanted the same bread or wanted the same opportunity. Yeah, and. What I was taught, I'm not seeing uh, Clyde Drexler and uh, Dream play together. I'm not seeing Mike and Scotty play together. So I'm seeing like you got to have like a, a, a duo. duo to yeah. be in whatever. And what better duo than men do? And we know each other, Straight right? Up. And yeah, I just think Steph grew to like want his own shit. Yeah. And I didn't get no fuck him out, you know, running no team. I really, I really want no operator like that. I was a, you know, I'm going to give you, hey, come on, come on, Q, let's get it, man. Come on, come on, fuck it, I'll do it with you. I'm that. I ain't finna come over here, tell you I'm better than you, or come after yeah, you like right. I know, you know, none yeah. of that. I ain't that type of leader. I'm more hands-on leader. Right. So, you know, bro was interested with GMs and moves and, hey, we need this player and all that. I, I, I really want to know that. his family situation different? You yeah, know ev everything. Like, everything. He got, he got like a, he got a real structure. Like, yeah. you know, he can go to his, he got a mom, he got a pops, he got brothers, brothers he got a whole uh, bunch of, you know, so that was totally different from, I had to actually create that for myself once mm -hmm. I was in a position to, and uh, yeah, he carried it a little different and had a little more of a, 
a better hold on the league in this business, mm-hmm. which is when I started getting all this uh, flat for the contract stuff, which made me actually learn the book of business of basketball. It actually threw me in that because mm-hmm. next year we have a lockout. Mm-hmm. I'm saying all this to say that we changed after that. And, uh, you know, when he made it known that he, he didn't want to be there because he couldn't get the type of money he wanted, he wanted to go back to New York and make this. I had to honor it. Like, I can't, I can't get mad for somebody else's vision and what he wanted. Mm, so they I wish turn. him the best. But, you know, if you're trying to win in a league that's hard as fuck to win in, with Mike and Elijah really running this shit. And, and y'all was coming. I mean, we was young and we was coming, but you got to go through some shit, bro. Yeah. Like, every motherfucker think that the coffee goes in here and it comes out instant just like the grits. You know what I'm saying? Well, y'all didn't know, but 30 seconds before that shit turned into that mush, that shit was hard. And that shit went through a process of softening up. You know what I'm saying? So I saw it just like that. And, you know, we had lived in many already. And I just started hearing all these just excuses to just not want to be in here. And then, you know, his attitude just just fell off. Y'all been around a nigga that don't want to be around? Mm-hmm. And it just started getting ugly and shit like that. And then uh, when he left, man, I was on some like, man, I ain't really getting close to nobody no more, man. I'm cool. I'm going to come in here and do my job. And you live in the snow, man. We're here half the time anyway, but it was just making those days heavier. You know, the game's supposed to be fun. It, yeah. it wasn't fun no more. And then Chauncey came over and kind of lightened it up a little bit, just having somebody that I knew and just was a brother to, uh, to kind of rekindle some of those mishaps, man. But then in between, you know, the stuff and that stuff, I got real close with Malik. So it kind of... It kind of refreshed me after that. 99, uh, 98, 99 was one of the best years. 99, 2000 was one of the best years for me just coming out of all the Steph shit. And I kind of found my love for basketball or the love for the league again after that because I thought Steph and I was going to be forever. And I thought out of that, we was going to probably get a couple. Right. Even with the Shaq and Kobe shit, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, at that time, man, I, that, that shit blew me. Steph leaving Minnesota blew the fuck out of me. I, I didn't understand it. To this day, I still don't understand it, but right. it was a Stefan Marbury, you know, it was his decision. It wasn't the us decision. Tell me this, and that com- you said that you, like when you was dealing with the contract, how was it for you to be, you know, I think you were 20, 21 then. Yep, 21, to, to, I was in Jamaica. To turn down 102 million. No, I turned turn- down 122. Oh, you turned down 122, how was time out? So how did you do that? So P, <laughs> like what? <laughs> you turned down. So if I'm, and that's like the most ever at that point, right? So, so if I'm a, it, it was uh, uh-uh. I think Nuke signed for the 105. Oh yeah, that's right. Nuke broke the and bank before first. Nuke, and before this, this is what I'm talking about, y'all. Always one, know your worth. That's one. Two, know the people that came before you and what they made. Not to count somebody else's pockets, but this is how the league goes. D Miles signed first. Next year, Q gonna sign a little more for what D Miles signed. If I'm sitting back here and I'm the third one, I'm gonna make a little more than what you just signed right. for, just like this guy. And it's gonna go. This this is how it goes. Right. So at that time, LJ signs for the '84. Right. Um, after that, Lonzo Mourning signs for the hundred million. Mm-hmm. Okay. After that, I think Shaq gets the one twenty, and then Newt, Juwan Howard signs for the 105. So the scale goes, the jump goes, however, so the most I can make was like 125, 126. So the first offer, which I was told to never take, right? I'm in Jamaica. Me and Shorty right here, paper. <laughs> I never forget this. 
I got the USA Today. I pop it open, dog. The shit goes first. Joy says, Garnett denies 122. And I'm like, what the fuck? I sat up like, what the fuck? I had, bo- I had a bowl of fruit in my lap. And I remember it spilled on the shit. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Tap shorty, come on, we got we got to go. And I and I zoomed home, right. And the problem was, I never got to deny anything. You know, the agent did. So the first thing I checked him was about, hey, look, don't be speaking for me. Let right. me, you know, know what the fuck and then he was on. like, this is how I go, just the process. Woo, and I was like, no. So I ain't really like that. So I fired him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like no, nah, I, I, I didn't not nah, because. <laughs> right. Cause my movement and my and me being able to speak for myself was huge for me. I didn't I didn't want somebody speaking for me. I'm right mm-hmm. here. I can I can say it. Right. Uh-huh. I probably would have took the 122, but then he was pushing me and really teaching me the business of how basketball, how this all works. And in that, he was like, nah. And then these the incentives. And then what's the vision you have for yourself? And this is what we're gonna implement right here. And oh, those things you just named. Okay, we're gonna put in. We're gonna put in a uh, flight time. We're gonna put in private charters. We're gonna put in the, the vacation. I was like, what? So we were just making a wish list, and then we implemented. And, and out of ten things, I got eight of them just because I asked for them, and just because right. I had the leverage to. On top of getting what I wanted. Right. Ooh. So you know, with all that, man, I actually wanted to be the one to just say that I, I knew my worth and I went for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's about. If you know you worth something, man, listen, it's as simple as just asking Fight or just for saying it. for it. Just saying it. Look, you want me to come in here and work 100? Okay, cool. This is what I want. And then that that's a conversation. And that's usually how simple it is. It's, it's really when you get to thinking and over the oh, I don't know if they going to. Nah, you, you know, make that shit simple. You're going to come in here and bust your ass and you're going to bust your ass. It has a number that you already know. You know what I'm saying? So that that's the message. Your first All Star game when you found out you made the All Star team, how was that? Nigga, yeah. <laughs> right? When they told me Charles Barkley. They said, uh, "Yeah, you going to the All Star game for a reserve?" I was like, "What? Who? Me? Yeah, get your shit. You gotta." I was like, "Huh? Like, yeah." Charles Barkley. You the Barkley first player out of high school to, to go to the All Star game. Oh, listen, I got in there and I was just I couldn't believe it, D. I couldn't believe it that I'm. Two years, I'm, I'm, I'm not even three years removed from high school. I'm in the All-Star game. And it was in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I wore this big black and white coochie. I had a little, <laughs> I, had, I didn't have a bunch of jewelry, but I had a little KG ring. I had, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I put my little shit on. <laughs> got the whole mob in here, you feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got the whole mob in here. I get out first, right? That's back when you took limousines and mm-hmm. shit. So I got like the limousine. We get out. Limo. It's snowing like a motherfucker. Cold I get bit. out, I see Diddy. And Biggie getting out of the limo behind us. And Diddy, I don't know what he on. He got champagne. Yeah, nigga, we in motherfucking Cleveland. Nigga, we about to get it. It's All-Star Weekend. Da, 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 da. And then my, you know, my nigga come out. He like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, we are new. So they they chopping. As I see Big, I thought Big was going to be like taller, but he was little. But it looked like he was like this. He was had the big-ass fur on. His hands was up like this. I just remember seeing it because it's a blizzard. I'm like, damn. Why the nigga walking with his arms up like that's some LA shit? I'm just, you know, in my head. I'm, you know, so right. I'm breathing. He was breathing heavy as shit. So I'm like, hey, big, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, what up, dude? Yeah, we smoking up there. Woo woo. And then it sees, and all the guys are saying, what up? So I'm sitting there and I look and I saw two heads right under his hands. And that nigga had two chicks <laughs> under that goddamn fur. <laughs> and walked up the steps like that, and the whole time he walked, he was walking with his arms up. You couldn't even see the girls. Fur so big. Boy, the fur was so big, he had it up like this, but he was walking, he had the Sachi's on, he was walking like this, and it looked like it was all him, Joe. He had two, 
He had two chicks on it, though, man. That, that blew me. Tell me this. Like, uh, one of my favorite All-Star games is the one in New York. You know about New York. You know about the Garden. Like, yeah. you know, Kobe, Mike. Like, that's one of my favorite All-Star games. Just, just explain that night, being in New York, being in the bright lights, being in the Garden, and playing in that, that All-Star game. I was with Nike at the time. And Nike, because I was a starter, got me this crazy-ass fucking room. I don't even know what this was. I don't even know if this was a hotel, but it was like a condo, but it was like, it went all the way up, but I had the whole floor. Mm-hmm. And um, that was my first time having like a room like that. This shit was like maybe like 10,000 square feet. This shit was crazy. My whole mall was in that motherfucker. And I ain't even seen them. They was on their side, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, what the? And I just remember New York being magical. It was super cold. And I had to go to all the parties for some reason. I don't know how, but we all went to my party, all the parties. I had gold with me, you know what I'm saying? And I had everybody with me. So everybody was like happy to be able to go to the vibe party, this shit, all this, right, right, right. We get to the game and shit, and this MJ, and they really hyping up the Kobe MJ, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Kobe nervous. It's the first time I ever seen him nervous. He was like, yo, we at the All-Star game. And I was like, look, these old ass niggas, we going at these niggas, fuck these niggas. <laughs> niggas talking about ice on all that little, you like, look, we get in here, I'm looking for you, so get in here. So he like, kind of like, ah, nah, nah. And then what I didn't know is they had the, they had the thing on us. Mm-hmm. If they, what you don't know about NBA entertainment, if you cursed in anything, then they're not finna use it. Right. But they caught the end of it, not dapped him, not hit, it, hit his hands, two hands. Yeah, nigga, we, we forget these niggas. And he said, ooh, and you see us, and I'm, and I'm gassed. Then Baker in front of us and everybody in front of us. We get out here, and, you know, Larry Bird is out here really, you know, fucking with Cole. Like, yeah, shoot it. Yeah, you're going you gonna to shoot him out of it anyway. Let him, let him shoot that shit. You know what I'm saying? Cole hearing it. <laughs> Cole want the ISO. Carl Malone come over there, you know, some, some all-star shit, try to set the pick. Cole wave his ass off, watch out, move. Nah, I want this. Uh, go into his shit, come to the bench, Carl Malone, Malone, like, man, Malone. wave me off, This motherfucker out the game, man. <laughs> but the first second playing the game, man, we going up and I get it. I get on the left side, I take one dribble and I look and I just threw it and I threw it right in the middle. Now, and what I didn't know, bitch. I had split the difference of the free throw line and the goal. And when I say this motherfucker stretched out, took when off. I say, Lord, he's supposed to catch it one hand. He caught that motherfucker Whole two hands. body, legs, feet up in the air. It was crazy. And for like two seconds, that nigga sat right there. Dunked that motherfucker. Ooh, told you motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> yeah, would have catch that shit, cool. Pointed, yeah, and when I did that, Lord, he, he let it all out. He was cool. Can't you the base? Good looking. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, let's get it. He was, he was in it. By then, Mike was already going. Mike was already had the sweat and lather going, licking his fingers, blowing his shit. Oh man, but it was classic. It was the perfect place to have that exchange in a place like Madison Square, in a city like New York, with those two Titans right there. Yeah. That was a magical night, yo. I uh I always love the clip of Vince Duncan on old boy after the the USA. Oh man! Oh shit! Game. But I oh. always love your reaction. It 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 gotta come from that. Like when when you seen that, Vince just clear him because Vince didn't know he cleared him. But when you seen he cleared him, like how did you feel? I thought of Ronnie. I thought of Ronnie Fields. When, listen, when he jumped over sir. Man, when because I not played with Fields and seen Fields do some shit. Well, I'm like, God damn. 
And Vince Carter know Ronnie Fields. They yeah, know each know other each very, other. very well, right? But Vince, he's 6'8". You know, Ronnie's 6'3". You know, 6'8". Man, when, when he, first off, I saw him finna try him. I was like, man, did he jump too far? Cause I, you know, if you that's know, he, what he thought. I thought he jumped too. I thought he just he just went off. Was like, yo, shit, I gotta hit it before he that's get it right. That's what he thought. And he got up before the seven footer could get erect. And when he balled up, he cleared him. Boom. And me and GP was like, me and GP and Tim Holloway was like, the niggas on the team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, we like, we like, yeah, yeah. You know, so I didn't even see when he swung. I was just like, oh my, you just sit, you just sit on, and and then. They took the ball out and there was so we couldn't really celebrate like we wanted to, but I was like, yeah, boy. You pushed him. Man, I pushed him. I tried to bow him. I tried to grab him, but we couldn't. We was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, we gotta get back. And then the moment was over. So we couldn't like really live in it. But how was the reaction after the game? Man, we got we got to the locker room. GP was like, boy, you, boy, you know, GP got right, all that right, Oakland. Right. Boy, you woo. Boy, you wiped your ass with him, boy. You hear what? Boy, you wiped your whole ass with that boy, boy. That's what boy. You know, GP went to the ticket. We all was in there dying laughing, but. I think Vince probably shocked himself if I'm being 100. No, we had him on here. We had him on here with us, and we asked him about it. He said, y'all wasn't celebrating the same shit. He like, he absolutely thought he jumped from too far. So he was like, That's the first he thing felt like it was like like Space Jam. He felt like he had to stretch he and did, dunk. He yes. like, so when he dunked it, he didn't forget about but He didn't know whether he just moved or what. He didn't think that he jumped. He like, I'm hyped because I'm like, hell yeah, I didn't think I was going to make it. I made shit. So he didn't figure out to have the game. I think he said it was GP's homeboy had one of the cameras. Y'all watching the replay. And he like, was like, oh, you jumped over here, bro. I was like, what? Hold on, let me see that. Yeah. Because we was looking at him like, came down like, boy, you just. And GP was like, boy, you just wiped your ass from him. Boy, you see what you just did? He didn't even really know. Until they actually watched the replay of it and was like, damn, I didn't even. I didn't even know none of that. That was crazy. I was like, man, get your ass out of here. When I got drafted, they asked me to do the Sports Illustrated cover mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. So I'm coming to see you. I'm flying to Minnesota. They flying me to Minnesota. And my cousin on the phone like, man, you in the league now. You can't be their friends. You can't be cool. You can't be nothing. So I'm in there. I'm just getting off the phone with him and I get in there and I see you. I'm like, dang, this my guy right here, man. Dang, I can't even say. I was just quiet, chill back. What you remember from? From that shoot when I came. So they asked me, they said, um, so it's the kid coming out of high school and he's gonna be really fucking good. He might go number one. I was like, where, where are you from? He's like, oh, man, he from East St. Louis. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so man, he looked like you, play like baby you, KG. baby KG, they called him, I was like, what? So it was the first time I had somebody actually say some shit like that. Like they wanted to play like you, look like you, know. and I was like, huh? Like what? Play like me? Like hell no! I ain't got no left hand. I can't. So I'm in my head, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, they they want you to do it. It's gonna be on Sports Illustrated. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. He, he come from the high school. Yeah, motherfucker, man, he's he supposed to be the woo. So I'm on some like, all right, <laughs> like he played the phone. All right, I'm, I'm gonna be the OG. Right. How Sam is to me. I'm gonna be friendly in this, but I know where bro from. Right. Can't be no bitch ass and come from East Saint. Right. So I already know what he on, right? Then the guys get to me, my guys. No, no, you know, the guys from right. the street. The sky. Like, yeah, man, yeah. Uh bro, buddy, uh, B-O-S, yeah, he, you know, he woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> so you know my crew like, 
oh, Lord, you know he woo. I'm like, for real? I know, I fuck with Buddy now. That's when I was like, when you know, niggas gave me all the kites and all the other shit on what it was and what it was. I was like, oh, no, no, that's what's up. Because right when I knew that, or right when he, they told me that, I knew that either you knew about the Vashon game or you had heard about it. Yeah. And that was my link to being in Insane. So this was yeah. what I was going to leave with. So I, I remember pulling up. And I saw you, and it was like looking in the mirror of myself. I'm like, damn, this nigga look just like nigga. We got the same. What's your daddy? You got what's hey, your dad yeah. name? I'm like, man, we might got the same dad. And it was love. I, I remember dapping you. We, we took the little joint. You didn't really say much. And then I was like, damn, this nigga acting like me. Like I'm a shy nigga. I don't like really talking around right. people. And then people don't really know. Might have to play or something. You know, I'm real finicky. I, I got to see you again. Right. So I don't, I don't you know, I don't want to be all that. like buddy, buddy. I don't want him to think I'm cool. And Cause this that like, era. You can't even Man, you, you can't even that. be friends yeah. with a nigga. Because, you know, you might have to put your finger in his face or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, damn, I don't want to go in here like this. But it's so much natural good energy yeah. that I just went with it. And me and D Miles never had a yeah, never had an issue. We played hard, yeah. played against each other, block nigga shots, say shit, talk shit, woo woo. But it was never no out of line shit. It was yeah, never, never no out of back. No, yeah, no, never that. Respect. Never that. But with that, I came in there with wanting to give good energy. Yeah. And then when the guys gave me all the ones and twos, I was like, oh, hell no. And then yeah. when we got up, it was all cool. Yeah. And every time I saw you, it was always like that. It was always love. Always man. love. I appreciate always, you. That, man. Always, every time bro. I seen you, bro. I got to tell the story, love. right? Baby KG used his favorite player, right? So we, you know, just like you said, young young boy shit. We like, we first come to play y'all. We Clippers, we come to Minneapolis, we in Minnesota. Never forget this. Me and Keon and Corey, right? Corey McGetty? Yeah, Corey McGetty, Keon doing me. We all, we know, we the young boy. We like, yeah. Talking just, shit. We like, we, 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 we talking to him, they're like, yeah. All right, now. Like, I don't want to hear no boy. Like, hey, ain't, ain't no fan shit tonight. Ain't no favorite player shit tonight. You better hoop, boy, right? So look. <laughs> We get out there, classic Clipper fashion. We get our ass toe out the fucking frame by like 20 plus, right? We come in at halftime. I ain't never seen this out of him. This one had this the end of the game. Yeah, it was the end of the game. We in the, he end mad. He don't never say shit. Like, I'm talking about when I say don't say nothing, like in a team form. Nothing. Not, in, not like this. Like, we had a timeout. AG, Alvin, Jizzy down there trying to do something. D Mel, like, Man, fuck this shit! This his voice going high about the crime shit. I'll be like, it was after the game. Bitch ass ain't nobody hooping. He was some bullshit. Like he like we supposed to hoop today. We playing him. I was like, look, me and Cruz sitting out there. I said, oh shit! I said, I said his man getting out his body. They so silly. They bugging up, but I was crying in that motherfucker. You know, we right, right. Game over. Now we we nineteen. I'm like. He 18, I'm like. Nigga, kill that shit, nigga. Let's go on. Let's get on to the next city, nigga. We yeah. in Utah tonight. I say, yeah. hey, no, you can't like that. <laughs> I get it, though. Everybody yeah. was like, wait. Like, you was, you was that ball. That's that one, though. And that's that one you want. That's that one you wanted. So mad. I say, yo, I say, look, this is the first time we saw he gave a fuck. Like, you know, he 18. He the kid. He got all the money. He the highest. He don't care about nothing ever. Everything always a joke. I say, look at him. He Hey, look, I watched film of you, right? I watched film of you, and I don't, I ain't gonna say you was bullshitting. I ain't gonna say that. You know, you was doing your thing, and I playing you. I never forget. I didn't know you had handle right like that. Nigga, oh, yeah. that nigga right, the, right to left. You nigga, nigga, everything. <laughs> I came to the bench. I sat there. I was like, in my own head, I was like, man, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't see him man no right to left. He fast. I was like, fast as shit. Ain't here, bang that motherfucker. <laughs> 
Fast. And I was like, man, hold on. Then I didn't know you had ups. Like I, I knew you could jump. And I was like, yeah, I got to. As we sitting there flip talking, I'm like, yeah, I got to. All, all that shit I just watched on tape. That's <laughs> how, I'm seeing a whole new nigga right now. I don't even. That boy was, like, was turned right. up. So I, you know, I had to give you some space, chuck you a little bit, grab you early, hold you. Like I was just, yeah. Yeah. Live ass, bro. Yeah. Take take me to 2004, like when Sam and Spree got there, and oh. then like that year culminated like in the MVP. Like, just tell yeah. me about that that whole season. That was a that, magical year for me, man, because I had started working out earlier than later, and it was my first or second time working with a trainer. Like, I mm. bought Joe Bilizar in, and I told him I wanted to be stronger. I wanted to do these things. I was having knee issues, so I wanted. I didn't want to go through the league and have no knee issues. So I was like. What can I do to whatever? And this when I started working with sand. Mm. So I get in this sand, sand start hardening on my legs, and I start really, really having like a different level of commitment to the weights. I remember in, um, we was working out, and Sam, I had never played with somebody that was, um, well, Steph was very smart. Steph, Steph, Troy Hudson, and T uh, Hub. Shout out T Hub. Shout out T man. T Hub is one of the, man, the better point guards I played with. And um, Terrell Brandon, actually. You know what I'm saying? TB, TB was very smart. So Sam was the first point guard that uh, that could actually take the game over and post up guards. And that, that was the first time I had seen a point guard like just, I was like, he would just dribble full down and just bag him on down and turn right. and shoot. Bam. And he was so fucking confident. Two Listen. point geese. Two point geese is called. Two point geese. That's a layup. Listen, Free throw man. line in. That's two, a layup. Two S's, two L's was another, <laughs> it was another level of confidence for me. And then Spree was like a Milwaukee streets. Milwaukee. He was BOS all day. <laughs> and he was wild. Like, Spree gonna get up, gonna practice hard as shit two hours. He gonna go steam. Like, he was a structured, he was like a structured street guy. Straight up and down. He had his guys, he had things he did, but he was he was a tech guy. He would have compute, he would build switchboards and we'd be on the plane, he'll be putting a computer together. And I was like, damn, I didn't know that he can fix engines. I didn't know he was a cough uh, yeah. techie like this. I didn't know he was just this right. genius under the hood when it came yes. to like mechanical shit and computers and shit. He was, listen, the script on Spree is totally, totally wrong. Different. I don't wanna call him a nerd, but he is a very, very educated, very, very nerdish kind of guy. That's a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to put that together, right? Yeah. But he was that. So a lot of times we'd be talking basketball and he'll take it from the perspective of, oh no, you know, if you stop, jump stop, two stop, and, and then hit and it gave me a chance to hear how people processed how they saw certain shit. And the reason why all three of us worked was because we were caring about each other and then we hung out. We had G Trent on that team, Trent mm -hmm. Hassel. Yeah, yeah. We had a dope ass team and we all fuck with each other off the flow. Yeah. And those teams that socialize, chill with each other, I, be with each one. other. I strongly the, believe that. Man, you cannot, like, them, them hard teams. I didn't know what the league was until I left the Clippers. Right. Because we, we used to all to be together everywhere we travel, even when we in city, town. My was mama cooked. Yeah, to that be was, with one or two guys. Yeah. Not yeah like, everybody, right? like not having everybody, that changed. But Sam and Spree, like these are two guys that. Hmm. They two of my favorite guys, but them guys don't get the credit they, they deserve. No credit. And for you to for them to be with you, you have an MVP season Man. with them two guys. Like, what do they mean to you? So after Steph, I had like a taste of what uh, um, it was a better team with better talent. And yeah. what I mean by that is that Spree, coming out of New York, had learned how to not only take over games, but he had a confidence about himself and his game. Mm -hmm. 
Sam was an actually proven winner who had won two times yeah. in Houston mm-hmm. and been around Dream, who was like the Michael Jordan of the post mm-hmm. and the king of his own, right? And saw how he worked and all that. When them niggas saw how I worked, I did my A, B, and C, that's when I got their respect because it was every day. I didn't, it's not a day that I didn't go by that I didn't work on something or I didn't go at it like this and, that, and I went like this and I gave them respect. And when we put all that shit together, man, Flip had to tell us, man, y'all, y'all got to argue or something. Y'all got to get in each other's way. Y'all, <laughs> y'all being way too respectful for each other. Y'all so definitely was. was. Y'all so, playing good basketball. Man, Joe, man. it was so easy. And then yeah. Sam, you know, you know that basketball when y'all two can look at each other, you know he finna go live or when you finna spin live. Yeah. I fucking hated that shit when y'all did that shit. About it. And then, you know, that was my play action. Right. Yeah. We, that's what we got you and Chris Webber. Yeah, that's what we took used to act like he was sprinting up. And I was like, oh, shit. The minute I took a step, I knew it. And yeah. I just saw it. I ain't even right. But it was that type of basketball to where with these guys and how we were just meshing on the court. It was like Sam and Spree were like my big brothers to this day. If I see them, it's all love. If I see them, I'm going to go out of my way. If I see them, it's going to be the same love. It's going to mm-hmm. chill. It's going to be whatever. But those were my OGs who, who was teaching me not only things on the court, but then teaching me things off the court that I was able to use even at that stage. And I was in such a harmony that I was playing like it. Times where I would get tired in games and I had to, not finagle, but I would have to like take a, not take a playoff, but I needed one and didn't come out and couldn't come out. Right. Man, Joe, Spreewell, I got it. Pick and roll and hit. We start calling Spreewell's plays. And having that kind of insurance with those two guys, I actually felt like I had a chance to actually, if we would have went two, a couple more years with that. Yeah. I actually thought we had a chance to win the winning and all. Real shit. Cause you gotta have two people that's on the that's on the same lines as you. And this is what I learned. You gotta have somebody that can actually take the game over also mm-hmm. and they can lead and they can do some of the other things. And that's what I found in those two. Those are my first two superstar teammates and that made the team better overnight. Time flying. So I wanna talk about the championship season. Mm. From the time you, you get traded and you hear it, but just Hearing all the stories about that training camp, how y'all went overseas, yeah, and and, and the connection y'all kind of made, mm-hmm. the connection Doc brought to that, mm-hmm. like I got a chance to to get there on training camp after y'all won, and I can instantly see it as soon as I walk through the mm-hmm. through the locker room what y'all had. Just explain that whole season to be your first year in Boston, to be with P and all them, get them personalities, and it clicked. Yeah. Played the Lakers of all people in the championship. Like, you know, a lot of people don't notice, man. I was trying to actually uh, play with Kobe in L.A. Mm-hmm. And he was on a tour in uh, China. Couldn't get him on the phone. And uh, I had a conversation with T. Lou and uh, Chauncey before I made a decision because they had had movement in the league and they knew how the process of players moving and leaving, how that whole shit went. So they was sense. giving me jewels on that. This is my first time and I had to pick between Phoenix the Lakers in Boston. And uh, Steve Nash called me, uh, and yeah, Phoenix got cut out right away just because of what you said earlier. Solver it, didn't yeah. want to pay nobody for the cuts and all this other shit. Didn't sound right, <laughs> didn't feel right. So I didn't even, you know. Didn't um, want to pay nobody. Golden State at the time was just too young for what they was doing, you know. The Lakers in Boston was two two teams I really looked at, and then Kobe, couldn't get Kobe on the phone. And then I had actually had some years playing with P in AAU a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And then on draft night, Ray got traded there. And I was like, damn, Paul Pierce and Ray? Right, Ray like, ready to damn. go. I was like, man, what kind of, man, who who can I actually team up and be better than them two? So, you know, make the announcement, I get there, whatever, whatever. 
We get there, the first thing I say in front of Doc and in front of Ray, I said to P, because I had talked to Twan Walker before I went. And we was at a, GP had a, uh, he had renewed his vows. Mm -hmm. So he invited a bunch of people down to Laguna and we went down and celebrated with him and his wife at the time. And uh, Twan Walker pulled me to the side. He's like, hey man, you know Cyber Twan, hey man. Mm -hmm. Talk about Chi-Town that. Shout out to Cyber Twan too, man. One yes, of the best sir. to do it. Big straight doggy, up. Straight up. Dog. You know what I'm saying? We had some battles and I fucked with dude. And Twan Walker actually made me better from a lot of shit. And he was one of them ones. So Real. I want to shout him out. Real shit. But he pulled me to the side. He's like, hey man, let me give you some facts, man. You know? Man, you're gonna love P, but you know, this how you gotta. And he just went through like a little A, B, and C with it. I was like, hmm. I was like, yeah, I can see that. You know, I haven't been around P since high school, so. All these new things, you know, Twan has been in the war with him, been in the trenches mm -hmm. with him and all this shit. And he was just giving me some like ABC. So when I got to Boston, the first thing I said, man, is uh, P, man, I just want to say this in front of everybody we're right here, man. This is your team. I want you to know, man, we're here to make you better. You know, me and Ray going to be your OGs. You know, Doc, you going to coach us. But I want you to know, man, that this is yours, man. And we're coming up here to make this situation better with you. And when I said that, it felt like a, yeah. <sighs> It ain't gonna be no ego tripping in yeah. here, bro. This your shit, bro. We Whatever all know you talk, it can be. Yeah, bro. We we all who we are. And we gonna all play a part in leading this whole thing. We got a bunch of young guys looking at us like we got the answers, right? Mm -hmm. So the three of us is always on the same page from day one. And that's why that thing worked. And I started to see how we led. Like if you said something, you know, we all backed it up. If D Miles made a point, we backed it up. It wasn't like you would say something, then I'll turn back around and contradict with right, you. Right, right. None of that. We was mm -hmm. always on the same page. And then I go back to it. Man, I ain't never hung out with all 15 of my. I right. ain't never did that. Right. Bro, the first time we all hung out, I was like, damn. This, yeah, I can everybody see the bond in y'all. Bro, have, then we yeah. went to Italy. Yeah. Where you got to be together. And if yeah. we're going to do something, man, we was just, oh, man, it was. I got to ask a question right? about Italy, right? Because we had my boy. Big baby, oh my, man, my, that's my main man. Shout oh. out, big baby, shout big out to dog. big baby, crazy, yeah, still good. What are you saying? This shit, he said so crazy. He told me when y'all was in Italy that he was about he he missed the buses and he's about to be late to like the first no, he thing. Missed. He got on the bikes with man. with like the kids and he showed up and like you the first one looking like what the fuck is it like? Man. Tell me about that first thing that he he showed so, up late to and how crazy. He so was big fella, big fella is I guess coming from um, LSU, but he coming from the NCAA. He feel Good, he in shape. He, you know, he he got he got some. I, I can tell Big Fella got confidence in himself. Mm -hmm. So when we work out and we play, I'm just testing. I'm seeing what everybody on. I'm seeing what everybody on. So I got to plan. He ain't as big as I thought he was. You know what I'm saying? So I'm keeping it simple. We playing shit, and then he come down. He hoop. He, he made it a shot. He came down. He did something. He said. He said. I he was said. Like, he said. He told us about this. He said. He get said. The shot said and he said, said. Get in there. Get up or something. He no, said something. No, he said something like. Big fella, you gotta step up on that shit. And I was like, I ain't stepping up on that bullshit. It's like, yeah, big fella got this swag out here. I was like, nigga, fuck your swag. <laughs> he went, big fella, I I'll fight, big fella. I'll fight out here. <laughs> I I'll fight. I was like, fight? What you talking about? I'm just talking about fuck your swag. What you talking about? <laughs> Ball coming down. So we getting, you know, we hooping. And me and him was cool like that ever since that has changed. Because Shorty wanna sit in here and listen to all the stories. Now come on, big fella, we're gonna get these shots up. Okay, I'm a, uh, no, come on. So every day I would pull a baby and we'll go work out every day. That's why hitting that 15 footer, that 17 footer, that one dribble pull up, that two you dribble. You can't sit in this locker room and politics no, like you want come on. to. Then we're going to go in here, we're going to get in this weight room. And then, you know, now everybody here lifting together. Shirts off, it look like wind. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah on the yard, screaming at each other, face push ups, pushing each other, high fiving. 
15 in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Guards over here. Yeah, oh, yeah, get that shit. It looked like some jungle shit. Then we go out here and bump. So I was on some like, yeah. So we go over to motherfucking Italy, uh, London, actually. Got a huge dinner. And we got a dinner. So everybody is keeping everybody on par. You know, long go off. Hey, Q ain't down. Call Q room. Make sure he, you know, that type shit. So we get down here like, man, baby ain't here? He the rookie. Man, go grab him. So Rondo, some of the other young motherfuckers, oh, man, he ain't answering. So the bus leave. We get to the dinner. We all sitting in here. You know, the owner's in here. This is like to commemorate. Baby, come here. <laughs> Sweating. <laughs> First off, everybody dressed up. Look like he got in a fight and got mugged, so his shit all looked like he, yeah. <laughs> so he come in here, man. You know he's super theatrical, right? So he come here, man, listen, I took the bike, I, the, the kid rode the bike, I drove the bike over here, the cab driving. Lord, we all sitting here listening to this shit, we all like, Lying like a mother. <laughs> you know that. You know. You know how you. So we like, man, man, oh my mama, oh my, oh my mama, oh my mama. He said like, hey, oh my mama, oh my mama. I put this on my mama. You can ask a little boy he out there with the bike right now. The cab always did it, did it. Oh my mama. And then you know, doc. All right, all right, yeah, baby, just sit your ass down. You're, you're hitting them. God damn it, man. When they find the shit out, baby, for that shit. They find the shit. Gave, man, baby got fined a million dollars for that shit. Like, oh, damn. Both phone. One of, one of my one of my favorite teammates, man. Straight up. Nah, to me too, still to I, this day. When I came to training camp, I used to call my homeboys back home, and I was like, man, Rondo was one of them one. Yeah. Like, he, the way he played, like, he one of them one. Speaking <sighs> on how good Rondo was and how, they, like, he, he got appreciated by playing with some good players, but... He, he showed his ass, too, by playing with y'all, too. Man, listen. When I was coming over from the trade, I had, like, a little say-so on who was going to be in the trade. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or just the leverage of. So I, they had everybody in there, and then I thought the nigga was African. <laughs> I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? They said the name was Ray John. I was like. And I had seen this one clip of him in the garden. Y'all seen the clip where he steal it, lay it up? Steal it again, and then get fouled, and then he flip over some shit. Like, it's oh, a, yeah, it's, it's a famous clip. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like some, you know what I'm saying? So I see that clip, I'm like, hey, look, um, Danny, <laughs> like, I, I want to come over here, but, you know, if I come over here, y'all got to keep the little African uh, regime. Uh, he was like, you talking about Rajon? I was like, yeah, Rondo? He's like, yeah, 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 you got to keep him. So I got to see him in practice with all the behind the backs and the mm. ghosts and the, and, he just fucking around. Quiet, don't really say nothing, but then we get out here. He he, he picking man. up, he picking up 94, he zigzagging, he just, I'm like, hey, youngin', you know, I actually get up and double the guard like this at nine. He said, oh yeah, okay, well. And we matched right away, even though he was quiet. And then they were so used to Paul doing stuff and P coming in here acting like Torn Walker, the whole Torn Walker flavor, you know what I'm saying? So I came in here doing a whole nother move. I, you know, I would talk to the youngins and I would get one-on-one and the rookies didn't have shit. I'd get them suits and show them shit and we all go places. And so P had to change what he was doing a little bit to fit all what we was doing. And then Rondo was just so smart that his development, just being around better players just took off. Mm-hmm. But he was also hard-headed as shit. He was also a little goon. He was also <laughs> in his head. He was also one of us. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we all had to take 
serious was that his development was coming to the point where yeah he he gonna be an all star. Mm-hmm. Nothing does that, but he he can damn near he gonna be he gonna be it. You can run this. He can start, he started getting this little J, you know, for the stuff they they, they said he couldn't do. He started knocking that down. Mm-hmm. Man, we went to Miami one time. He punched that bitch on Chris Bosh came through. I ain't know he had that. Like yeah, I was, and then you just start seeing the growth of Rondo, and I was like, man, this this motherfucker is a. Is, is just a genius. He's a genius. A lot of people don't know Rondo actually wanted to be a quarterback. A lot of people don't know that hmm. he was really into football. He's tough as nails. But I always knew, I never worried about Rondo when it was somebody that had like a big name. You ready for that? What? You, y'all remember when Jeremy Lin had that? Yeah. When Jeremy Lin killed the league, seven, eight games went crazy? Man, though was uh, every day. You know, Pete come in, man, y'all see Jeremy Lin, Jeremy Lin got down. We used to have a little scene in the locker room. Oh man, suck him off. Yeah, Fuck is you talking about? Suck, suck him off. Him off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> him off. <laughs> it's like, like get off this shit, nigga. <laughs> like, man, nigga trash. I'm like, damn, Lynn saying he trash, dude? Ain't shit. Wait till I see this nigga. I'm like, well, you know, no, you know, I'm riding with you now. I'm nine five all day. Now I be damn. What? Well, we played New York. It wasn't even close, y'all. <laughs> He wasn't talking, he was in the zone, and he 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 ate dude. He ate Jeremy. And he stopped that little seven game, whatever. We stopped it. And then dude went into like a little slide after that yeah. thing. But mm. man, Doe is one of them That's ones. Man, he kept it in check and then was talking crazy. Look, I should love to watch Rondo and Derrick Rose. Ooh, young Derrick Rose, too. Yeah, that Simeon D Rose. Shout out to D Rose, man. Yeah. Cause D Rose came to the league and had to get his respect. Took that like shit. Y'all got it fucked up, but then his brothers and everything front row shouting that same shit, and they've been consistent throughout. Hey, so. but one thing about D Rose, bro, all us from the crib, he lived it. He lived the Facts. Chicago kids' Facts. biggest dream. That Facts. man came in and set that bitch on fire. fire. Youngest MVP put on for the. For he the, legit he was the heartbeat and the pulse of the city. That's when the he fancy. got hurt, the whole city, city was hurt. That. When you finally won that championship, how did that feel? Bro, it was like. It was like that sand hill that I had started running and could never get to the top. And damn, man, if I had to get to the top, all my legs and shit were burning so much that I had to damn near slide on my back to get down this motherfucker. You feel me? Man, we was playing the Lakers. I never forget, you know, Cole was so arrogant, so much talking to me like they had already won it. He was like, man, it's your first, boys. You know, you never forget your first, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He was just talking to me on some big brother shit. Like, man, get your ass out of here. You know, I remember, I'm older than bro, and I'm I'm holding it like I'm the big bro. So right. every time I see him, I'm holding it like that. I ain't, you mean to me. He's I ain't, not, I ain't, time I ain't. to be the big bro. Oh, no, but he don't, he don't want a couple too, so yeah. he talking that shit. But I'm like, yeah, this ain't Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Ray, shit, I used to do Ray like this. Oh, no, nah, nah. this is a different Ray, though. You know what I'm saying? And then P like, shit, I, I'm over here, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, true. So he had this three-headed monster. <laughs> then he like come, and then P like, shit, what you mean? What you mean? <laughs> and then you got little Rondo over here, like, watching it all, peeping it, right? Like, and bro looked around, was like, damn, like, yeah, you out here by yourself, boy. And that little picture where you see us looking at, I'm mm-hmm. like, boy, you tripping, boy. You out here by yourself. You ain't got no niggas out here with you, boy. You out here by yourself. <laughs> out here with foreigners and shit. Nigga, ain't gonna be with no. And I'm, I'm, I'm just like this. They got the picture. Right. And if you see his face, he really like he was about to steal me or something. But I'm like, stop it. Like, I'm looking at him just like this. It's a picture where I got my hands on my hips. I'm looking at him I like this. I chimed and P like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what well, he said, yeah, you out here by yourself. And he was feeling that. The next yeah. year he went and got our test. <laughs> he went yeah, trade all. Yeah. But to win that bitch, D Miles, man, 
was like the pinnacle of everything that I worked for, everything I had put into this shit. It was the culmination of it, man. Like it was the ending. It was almost like not the ending of something, but it was like you had worked so hard for something and here you are to accomplish it. A lot of motherfuckers said you couldn't even get to this shit. Just like they said you wouldn't be in the league or you couldn't make the fucking NBA. So it took me back to some of those roots. Mm-hmm. And once you win it, man, you get this like this this layer about you or this confidence. Like I understand why Mike came in and looked at people the way he used to look at people, Elijah on or the people that have won it multiple mm-hmm. times. Because once you figure out the code on how to win it, now you know. You know what you have to do. You know you got to get to the free throw line at certain parts. Fourth quarters, you have to do these certain things defensively. Certain things like this. You can't be in no foul trouble at certain parts like this. It's a code. What I didn't know all this time that Kobe going through all this, you know, Phil Jackson got him on the phone with Mike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mike giving him jewels. Mike mm-hmm. telling him, you know, hey, go like this. Yeah, and, you he know, had fourth that quarter. That's what I'm saying. That, like, to me, yo, we don't all get that exposure. And we don't get that really access. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. That's almost like cheating on kids. Like, you got the yeah. cheat code here. Yeah. Like, if all of us had the cheat code like this, you don't think so? Yeah. So, yeah, but but to win it, man, and then to win it with the guys on how close we were all were, man, it was it was perfect. It was perfect, man. When you got announced to be a Hall of Famer, like, how was that when you when you heard that? Because you like, won a championship, you have this great career, and, man, they, they calling your name to be Hall of Fame. Now you in there. You finna get the gold face, like, like I, statue. I, I, you came back. I wasn't even, I wasn't even, I wasn't even ready for that. Like I was on some retired shit, trying to chill and just be retired and let shit heal yeah. and kids and yeah. You wasn't and even it, thinking about it. I it wasn't just even came knowing that. It was nowhere. like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. And I was like, what? Huh? Uh, I thought that shit was like six years or like ten years or something. No, 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 Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, you know. And then this the class. Uh, you, Timmy, Kobe. Uh, I was like, huh? That's 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 my name. Oh, that's I couldn't even put my hands around that. Then you know, as you get closer to it, you got to go to a meeting. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you got to do some press. Then I was like, each time I showed up, I was like, kind of like slapping myself, like, damn, the fuck, I'm still talking about this left hand and how I can't. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about this shit. So to get here, it took me back to, you know, dribbling at five in the morning and, and Wes telling me to pick my head up to, to you know, to beating bear in Springfield and watching gold run out park and, you know, being out here for the booty bounce <laughs> video and playing in Chicago and man, being, being in the village and GD's about to smash on us and I get us out of here. And it, man, it was just like taking me through all this shit. Like it was just, man, man, shout to, you know, niggas that held me down and just was there for me and, and, and Wolf and Eskridge and it just took me through all of it. It took me through all of it and I was like, damn, yo. I got a real life like fantasy story. Like I, I man, I, I survived all that shit. See here and put the jacket on. So I took my two daughters. They like seeing kind of the, like you know, your kids wasn't with you through the first part of right, the ride. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, so they want to go through when you go right back around the block to do the ride. They want to be with you. They so, just heard about it. So my daughter was all into that, and just it was just a great moment for all of us to have and share together. But it was something that I, I totally didn't have on my radar, man. How was it getting your jersey put up in the rafters, though? That was another Especially thing. Especially like you know, you know, you know, Minnesota one thing, but Boston. Yeah, I didn't expect Boston to do that, if I'm being honest. I thought P, I, I knew P because he had been there, he had put in the time. I didn't know if they was going to do like Torn Walker. But, you know, I was just thinking about people that had came there, not, mm-hmm. not the, you know what I'm saying? Torn Walker was the reason I actually started watching Boston Celtics again. Mm-hmm. And he now had some magical moments there with P. 
so I didn't really know. I, you know, I really didn't. I really didn't expect them to actually go there. And then they announced it without even talking. Oh, yeah, Boston plans to retire Kevin's five. And I was like, uh, <laughs> the fuck? Who made that up? Like, who right. said that? And then it was like, yeah, this is what we want to do. And it was kind of after the fact. So it was just one, one of them things where I was just super appreciative. I didn't know that. I know, you know, I knew Boston fans are fans of me, but I didn't know they fucked with me like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a I different. I got in that motherfucker and the game was over and people were supposed to be leaving. And people were <laughs> like, what the fuck? This shit packed in here. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I just, in my greatest day of writing a fantasy in a script mode, I can never write something that, yeah. something even close to what I've just experienced. But yeah, those are magical moments that I take to my grave, being real. Magical moments, man that you earned, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I wore 21 because you wore 21. No doubt. I never heard the reason why you wore 21. Why 21 was the number? Uh, when I was in high school, my two favorite players were uh, Dominique Wilkins and uh, Malik Sealy. And Malik Sealy played at St. John's and he mm -hmm. played for a coach named Luke Katasaka. Yep. And if you ever seen Luke Katasaka, Luke Katasaka looks like, and I'm probably fucking his name up, so I apologize. I'm, I'm not the best pronunciator, right? <laughs> uh, equivalent, yeah. Uh, yeah, throw that out there. <laughs> um, but uh, Luke Katasaka used to look like he was Don Pablo or some shit. Used to wear the, the big, big glasses. mob glasses. Yeah. Used to, oh, no, you got to do it like this. And he was all, and he was my favorite coach to watch on CBS. When when yeah. when St. John's used to play, big East I used game. to man, I used to watch the Big East St. Uh, St. John's against Georgetown, and that was that that you know Big John against Lou. Like that was that was that, that was, was everything it. for me. You know what I'm saying? I was a huge Derek Coleman fan with Syracuse, so mm -hmm. Big East used to be the shit, right? Mm -hmm. So I used to watch that, but Malik Silly just. Dark skin look like us. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, got a little J20, and I, I don't even know. Him and Dominique. And Dominique was in Georgia, you know, right down the street from where right, I was growing up. Yeah. You know, we used to go to Freaknik in Atlanta and shit like this. And Dominique came out there, and uh, I'll never forget, he was in a little hair show. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a hair show. Curl, I told him this too. Curl, I told him this too. Me and my boy sitting there watching, and my mom did hair show. We used to go to, the, you know, these little hair shows and shit, That's man. Hilarious. Nick up there. Try to get Nick uh, autograph. He told me to scram, beat it. Y'all get y'all ass out of here. But Dominique was my favorite uh, player, and he wore 21. But I was also a Magic fan. Mm -hmm. So I go out for the Malden High School team, and this kid named Travis Cleckley, he was a senior, and he wore 32. So I couldn't get 32. So they had 21. So I took 21, and I rode it all the way to the wheels. Fall. Tell me this, though. Like, I know you like, like him. He's a high schooler. He's tall, black like you, number 21. He <laughs> wants to wear your jersey. You got a lot of kids that probably wore 21 because of you, but right. how do it feel to have somebody that's a guard, somebody that's like a Patrick Beverly that's from yeah. that west side of Chicago that took, and he basically embodies everything that you was about, like that level of intensity, the tenacity, yeah. being able to lock in. Like, How does that feel for you to see, like, man, it's a guard who want to be like me, who I'm his favorite player. Like, How does that feel? That don't really happen a lot for big men. Mm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it like he was like, he was part of the DNA, like that energetic DNA that uh, that pick you up, that outwork you, mm -hmm. that just, you know, you see it in their eyes. You know, I, I knew D Miles was about it when I saw him. You know what I'm saying? Came out there, like I said, I watched the tape, and then I asked to play it, and I see how big his eyes was and how how he wanted. Like that right there, you can't. That's speaking for itself. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Tell me this: you didn't got a couple hefty scent sacks, like you know, 
brings truck then backed up to your house. A couple times. I like, yeah, a couple few times. I like to ask the question like, not like what you, when you took care of moms or any of that, like what did K, what did the big ticket do when you wanted to treat yourself? When you, like, what was your biggest purchase where you was like, yeah, I did that. Like, you know, you probably won't do it now, but back then the young, young ticket was like, yeah, oh, this man, it. Young ticket was wild, man. Young <laughs> ticket might take like five of the guys and, you know, had a jury man show up. Everybody get y'all something, man. Mm-mm. You know, everybody get y'all shit. You know, I might <laughs> go to the range joint and I call it the rainbow. You know, V might pick out the gold joint. True might pick out the navy blue. Bug got the white <laughs> joint. I'm going to take the black joint and get my girl the, you know what I'm saying? My sister going, yeah. So yeah. See, this is just you know for our listeners. We ain't heard this. This is group right. activities. Prior to this, everybody <laughs> yeah. bought something for themselves. Nah. This man it just it said, it I might it call a like jury that. man nah. for the crew. Go Straight to the up. range with the Straight crew. Up. Then we was the first to start doing this, traveling to Miami. Fuck that hotel. We're going to get a crib. We're gonna keep the crib for 30 days. We in here, get the four, five cars, we're gonna rent them, get the boat, pull it back here, put the three, four S's in here. Man, how about 10, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rotate down the shade. Hey, close that door, hey, we in here. Hey. Oh shit, we right across the street from Shaq. Hey, what's up? Good luck in the finals tomorrow, dog. Yeah, we're gonna watch. We're gonna pull up. Nah, <laughs> man, next day, we going to the game? Nah, it's like 50 people in here, man. We got like a 70, I got a 70-man dice game out in the back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're going to watch that shit in here on the eight TVs that's in here. You know what I'm saying? I got a whole girl. She like, yo, where you at? Oh, man, I forgot I was had a girl. Supposed to be home like 15 days. I stayed mm-hmm. like 45. Then I show up. We hooping. Oh, man, I'm finna move down here. Then I start buying houses. I'm about to move. Hey, that's right. the one. I'm about to move, move down, down here. here. <laughs> then I get a place in Miami. Oh, you know what they got out of here. I'm about right, to move. Right, right, right. I mess with a girl in L.A. I got a crib in L.A. I got a crib here. Like, we, I'm, man, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah it's days, a few. Young ticket was, was yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Early days is early days. Yeah. You've been in the finals. You won championships. You've been in some of the most intense and drilling and rush games. And with that being in drilling and rust, when you're not playing no more, that's a drug that you can't duplicate, you can't remake it. You can't remake a, a, a stadium full of people right. screaming against you or with you. Right. You can't stay. Now you retired and like right. how and you you one of the most intense players <laughs> like what do you do to like, man, I gotta release this cause I gotta get hype on so I gotta release this and, and give this energy cause I can't get it no more from <laughs> From the game, film is my new my new it. Okay, like when I retired, I always told people I put the monster under the bed. You know what I'm saying? I had to put him put him <laughs> away. But I don't believe that you have greatness or you have a work ethic in you. And after you retire, you just turn it off. Mm-hmm. I get up, I work out every day from Monday to Friday. Take my kids to school every morning, and then I start my day with however I start my day. And I'm a structured dude, mm-hmm. and that's how, that's why that works for me. But um, in basketball, I play with a passion, and I can actually say today, film kind of is like my equivalent to basketball. When I get passionate about a project or something I came up with, y'all met Church, uh, him and our partners, we own a company called Content Cartel, and a part of it is bringing projects that speak to the person and being able to educate the person, mm-hmm. but things that we can all say that we can understand or things that would take you into another realm. But some of these projects speak so strongly to me that I'm passionate as just like as if I'm in basketball. Mm. And 
church will tell you when I go into a riff and I'm trying to get you to see what I'm trying to, you know, trying to build, I go into the riff and you'll think we out here hooping or you'll think it be that energy. Right. And I'll grab church and I'll be pointing and I'll be letting, and then you'll, you'll be like, oh shit. And I'll tell you the story from that energy, not even knowing that I'm doing it like that. Right. I'm just feel so, so, so strong about it. Yeah. And I didn't even know I was doing it like that until, man, Joe, every time you tell a fucking story that you care about, boy, I be seeing that shit on the wall like a, and, and that's when I was like, oh, wow, this is my new calling. So, you know, being able to educate and help people, I actually wanted to go into training. That's why you saw me when I first got out, I was working with mm-hmm. like Greek and I was working with some of the young guys coming out, like Jared Jack and that was coming out of the draft yeah. that time. And then the NBA teams got got like weird and wanted their <laughs> own people in here to come in and do some of the player development stuff. So I had to find like my calling. I love basketball. I would probably always will. I love to teach basketball. I don't like to coach. I ain't none of that shit. But yeah. teaching, I can I can show you how to A, B, and C Straight and the up. things that I know, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt like a lot of times when I watch basketball, a lot of those little A, B, and Cs are missing from the game. So I'd be feeling compelled. Just like if y'all watching the game and you'd be like, damn, why he shoot the three right there? Mm-hmm. He was a great three-point shooter, better than you know, him and I. You can actually have an expertise on that and give it to that player. Now to help him. Mm-hmm. It ain't enough of that. I see niggas training kids who ain't never played in the NBA, ain't never played in college. Motherfucker, you played in fucking high school. And you everybody even, go to him. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody down here. Everybody and just get, and all their games look just alike. Lord, I don't know why we doing the <laughs> sidestep to the three shit. That looked like the most difficult shot all I've ever games, seen. They, they work on the same. Drill. All their games look just alike. Bro, you, you, <laughs> I'm like, what is, is everybody in the same gym working on on the same shit? Like, no. Nah. The biggest thing I see though, they don't hoop no more. No, nah. like we used to like even when we the did love work for out, it we, though. Hoop. The we, love for the hoop. We got it. Like we want to run. When to run? To run, not even that. But what happened to him wanting to play the best? That's what I'm saying. That's in the when summer. that run, that's so what we coming. We man. going to Chicago. We going nah, to Vegas. We nah. going to LA. Get with a trainer now. Going into a lock gym, working out for 15, 30, 40 and minutes. Showing highlights. Going, like, come on, man. Like, you, just different, bro. So, I say all that to say that, um, yeah, my new ventures, man, or my new passions, or uh, all the things to actually speak to me today. Those are things that you know make me excited. Out of all the teammates you had, if you had four other teammates to pick to be your Ooh. ultimate five, from Minnesota to Boston to Brooklyn, you got a bracket to, uh, with this. We didn't have two people. Pick, they got some cool teams. Four other players to create a five-man team. Who would be them four other players? Oh man, you ain't shit. Oh. <laughs> I gotta make a team. Yeah, just five. five. Just five. You just gotta pick four and you. Damn. Out of all your teammates you had, what would that five look like? Like we done had some fives where there's been some nice some ass fives. fives. You, you gotta like, make a bracket. Ooh, some heat. Yeah. Oh man. Um, this the foxhole, huh? Um, <laughs> shit. God damn, that's terrible. Two S's. P. Pierce. I'm gonna go Spreewell. Nice. Joe Smith and myself. Who? Say that Joe, again? Smith. Joe Smith. People sleep on Joe. Say the Smith. whole five of them. So I got Sam Cassell at the point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Over Steph. Yeah, over Steph. I got okay. P. Pierce at the two. Okay. Okay. I got Spreewell at the three, okay. and they gonna be able to switch everything. And you and Joe. You and Me Joe. Me and Joe. And then I got G. Trent, Troy Hudson, mm. Trenton Hassel, and Ray Allen. Mm. 
Even though I'll actually start. I got to have Rondo and Ray in there somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Big Baby little fat ass somewhere in there too. <laughs> start bench cut. You got to start one. You got to bench oh, one. You got to trade one. You got to oh. trade one. Not cut. You got to trade one. Okay. Weber, Duncan, Sheed. Oh. Who would no, you start? No, Who would you oh, bench? Oh, Who would you no, trade? That's a terrible game. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh shit! You know Chris Webber, my favorite player. Oh shit! You ain't shit, D Miles. That's why uh, he did it. That's why he did it. Oh shit! What's the thing? I gotta play with one, trade one, kill one. What's the <laughs> thing? You, 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 you gotta start one. You gotta bench one, and you gotta trade one. Oh shit! <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> chum, 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 chum. It's, it's like that Washington situation uh, when it was She Webber and, and Juwan. You gotta figure uh, it out. Shit. Um. <laughs> damn. That's a fucked up game. Damn. Yeah, I'm gonna start Sheed. Mm. What's the second one? Bench. Yeah, I'm gonna bench Webb and I'm gonna trade Duncan. Mm. Cause mm. I know that's gonna piss him off. So when I see Timmy, I'm gonna get Timmy's best. And that's <laughs> what up. I want. So, so it ain't even personal. I wanna you know say, man, thank you, bro. For, nah, seriously, uh, this has been long overdue. I'm glad yeah. I did it when we did it though. Yeah, yeah no, nah, man. man. You definitely one of the ones that, you know what I'm saying? We. Both saw identified, you know, from the crib from early on. Yeah. One of the biggest that did it, man. We definitely had to get you on here. Straight so we up. definitely appreciate it. Got damn big ticket. You know what I'm saying? Watching your dream made me dream, brother, yeah, to up. be who I am, man. That 21, I hold it dearly, man. What's up, man? Come up under you. We definitely appreciate you, bro. So up. thank That's you. What's up. I appreciate y'all having me on here, man. I'm a huge fan yes, of Knuckleheads, man. I appreciate it. Real <laughs> shit. PlayersTribute.com